morning and welcome to the penultimate week of the high school football season. It might be a bit wet out there tonight, but these teams are fighting for their playoff lives. Who's going to clinch a spot in the playoffs tonight? Who's going to have their playoff hopes dashed? And who's going to help their positioning in the playoffs? We'll find out all those answers in just a little bit. My name is Eric Fry, and I'm going to be joined by Elaine Blickham, Travis Sparks, and Todd Stapleton here on the Cromwell Media Group pregame show. Let's not waste any time. Let's get Week 8 kicked off. And to start things off, let's go to Lane Blickham with a look at some teams to the north. Thank you very much, Eric. We'll start with the Charleston Trojans, who will try for the second time to officially clinch a playoff spot. Charleston lost that showdown last week in Mount Zion, 28-14. to With that win, the Braves clinch their playoff spot with win number 6. Charleston will try to do that tonight when they travel to Taylorville. The Tornadoes are 4-3 and three on the season, so they need a win to become playoff eligible. The Trojans have beaten Taylorville four times in a row, and a win tonight would send the Trojans to the playoffs with win number six. Charleston at Taylorville. You can hear it on Victory 103.9. Stream it at MyRadioLink.com or download the free MyRadioLink mobile app. Matt Toon tangled with those Tornadoes last week. It was a 28-21 win for Taylorville. Matt Toon started off well in the first half, but after the break, according to head coach Jared Kimbrough, things turned around in favor of Taylorville. Well, offensively, we ran the ball better in the first half, and then the second half, they made some adjustments, and, and we didn't quite get done what we were hoping to get done in the second half. We came out a little bit flat, and they got after us, and, and we didn't throw the ball real well. So they loaded the box up and made it more difficult on us to run the ball. And when we're not delivering the ball in quick game, then, you know, we, if we're one-dimensional trying to run it, that becomes easy to defend. So when you're 1-6, and six, as Matt Toon is now, and the Apollo Conference champion Muhammad Seymour comes to town, how does Coach Kimbrough expect his team to respond? These kids have a ton of pride, and they care, and they're dedicated. And I don't think they're going to just roll over and let it happen. You know, we're going to come out, and we're going to practice hard, and we're going to play the best best game we can next week because this one's over and done with. There's nothing we can do about it except move on. It's 1-6 and six, Matt Toon hosting 6-1 and one, Muhammad Seymour tonight. By the way, the Bulldogs' lone loss to undefeated Morton very early in the season. Hear that one on 101.3 WMCI, MyRadioLink.com, and the free MyRadioLink mobile app. The Lincoln Prairie Conference has a lot to be sorted out over the next couple of weeks. Arthur Levington at Wood Hammond at 7-0 is at 3-4 Arcola tonight, so the Purple Riders need that win to keep their playoff hopes alive, while the Knights need a win to stay on track for a potential showdown next week with Sullivan Okaw Valley. Villa Grove got a one-point win over Argena Oriana a week ago, moving the Blue Devils to 4-3 and three, while dropping the Bombers to 3-4. and four. Villa Grove takes on Sangamon Valley tonight. The Storm stand at 2-5. and five. That Argena Oriana team, 3-4, and four, has a Saturday game against Cerro Gordo Bement, which is 1-6. and six. Sullivan Okaw Valley, 7-0, and oh, is at Tri-County tonight, 0-7. Oh, Tri-County battled Cumberland last week, but it was mostly Pirates, especially early in the game. Second and five from the Tri-County 10. And off to Kaiser. Starts left. Cuts back right. Room to the middle. Five. Stays on his feet. Into the end zone. Touchdown. Cumberland. Grant Kaiser from 10 yards out. And at 5.37 to go in the first. Cumberland has a 13-0 lead. Shortly after that, the quarterback, Braden Olmstead, chipped in. McBeacon and Kaiser both in the backfield now. Everybody lined up. Nobody wide. Olmstead runs the quarterback sneak, and he is into the end zone for the touchdown. Braden Olmstead, the quarterback sneak. And Cumberland takes a 20 to nothing lead at 7.35 to go in the second. 
Those highlights don't even include Blake McMeekin, the Pirates running back who ran for around 200 yards, caught a touchdown pass, and scored a couple of more in the rushing game. Cumberland is now 5-2 and two and playoff eligible as they head into their game tonight at Nokomis. Shifting over to the Central Illinois Conference, a big matchup tonight in Clinton as the 5-2 and two Maroons host undefeated Shelbyville. The Rams are ranked number 6 in Class 2A. A couple of 3-4 and four teams that need the win to keep their playoff hopes alive. Warrensburg-Latham will host Tuscola and Central A&M at 2-5, and five, an odd position for the Raiders to be in, not making the playoffs this year. They'll travel just up Route 51 to take on Meridian in a big rivalry game. I'm Lane Blickham for the Cromwell Media pregame show. Thanks for that update, Lane. Now let's talk about the Cumberland Pirates. Cumberland got their fifth win last week against Tri-County, 55-12. With that win, the Pirates are now playoff eligible. But Coach Watkins says there is still much more to play for, including a home playoff game. Cumberland heads on the road again this week for the final time this regular season as they will head to Nokomis. Nokomis is clinging to its playoff life as they sit at 3-4, and four, but they pushed Sullivan last week and almost ended Sullivan's perfect season. However, ultimately, Nokomis fell 30-22. to 22. Nokomis is coming off two straight road games against Arthur and the aforementioned Sullivan and will be at home for the final time this season. So you know that the crowd will be a factor in tonight's game. A lot of unknowns for the Pirates heading into this contest. It's an unknown place facing a team you've never faced before, plus the unknown of the weather. If Cumberland can take care of the football, limit penalties, and if the rushing attack is there like it usually is, and this defense shows up, which besides the one solving game has yet to give up 14 points to or more to an opponent this season, it should make for a good game for the Cumberland Pirates. You can hear Cumberland versus Nokomis on WCRA 99.5 and 107.7 FM, as well as online, EffinghamRadio.com, and the free Effingham Radio app. Now with a team that needs to have a good game at home tonight to keep their playoff hopes alive, I'm talking about the Effingham Hearts. And for that, we go to Travis Sparks. Thanks so much, Shane. High school football is entering week eight. Last chances for some teams to improve their playoff odds going into this week. Speaking of a team that is teetering on the bubble, that's the FEM Hearts. Last week was a rough night with a chilly, windy playing conditions and a rough night on the scoreboard. 47-0 lost against Muhammad Seymour. The Bulldogs got on the board right off the bat with a 68-yard screenplay to make it 7 nothing. just 49 seconds into the game. From there, both teams would have trouble getting anything going consistently. Seven straight punts or turnover on downs. Hearts moved the ball on a couple of nice drives with quarterback Gage Gillum with some nice runs. And the Hearts would get into the red zone twice on the 11-yard line, only for nothing to come of it. I caught up earlier this week with FEM head coach Brett Hefner to discuss the tough night and the two missed red zone opportunities. I thought we had a chance early, to, and we did some good things early uh, on both sides of the ball, but just didn't didn't make plays when we needed to to kind of stay in the game. And, um, you know, against any team, but especially a really good team, you don't take advantage of those opportunities. It's going to be in for a long night, and, and uh, that's kind of what it turned into. It's, it's tough, man. Those uh, When you see teams like that that are athletic enough to defend you without any safety help, I try to tell people all the time, football is a, a numbers game. You always want to be on the plus one end of it. And when, when teams can play you straight, man, and, and outnumber you in the box and you can't do anything about it, out wide, mm-hmm. it, it makes things difficult. And uh, that's kind of the boat we were in on Friday. 
Mohamed added a score into the second as well to make it 14 to nothing at halftime. And the Bulldogs would break it wide open in the third quarter, scoring 21 points. Gave, uh, gave up a couple big uh, big plays, which you know we don't want to do. That, but you know teams like that that have multiple guys that you have to cover, you can't double everybody. And uh, they do a good job of getting you singled up and with motion and formations and things like that. And um, you know got us got loose a couple times. And so certainly not the outcome that we wanted. But you know like you said, we we took a few of the good and, uh, and pointed out a couple of bad. And then and then yeah, you wash it because you got to move on to this when you can't have any any hangover. Hearts now find themselves three and four on the season with much needed wins having to come and win out even to make the postseason. Here's Coach Hefner talking about the position that FEM finds themselves in. We've got two left and we've got to get both of them. Can't get both of them without getting the first one. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating because we put ourselves in this position, as I've told the kids. You know, at worst, we should probably be five and two right now. Probably should have won the Mount Carmel game. Couple of turnovers kill us in the Charleston game. We lose that one by four, and you know, so mm-hmm. those are two games that I thought we just kind of, in essence, hurt ourselves and kind of gave the other yeah. team didn't win or earn them. We kind of gave them, and and so instead of being five and two and kind of playing with house money a little bit to, yeah. to, to try and improve your seed, we're fighting for our life. So, uh, so yeah, so it is an important one, one that we have to get. It starts tonight with a matchup against Mount Zion. Over the years, these teams have had some great battles, and the Braves come to a classroom field at Washington Savings Bank Stadium, 6-1. and one. Their only defeat was to Muhammad a couple weeks ago. Last week for the Braves, it was a 28-14 bounce-back win against Charleston. In the win, McCoby Adams had three passing touchdowns. And for the season, Adams, the 6'3 senior, has almost 1,800 passing yards, a 64% completion percentage, and a 24 touchdowns to six interceptions. Three of those came in one game against Muhammad. He can also run it a little bit as well, has almost 300 yards on the season, and found the end zone three different times. Mount Zion does use a couple of different guys in the backfield, but this team is built on the pass. To the outside, more specifically, to guys like Braden Trimble, the 6'2", a junior, has 47 receptions, 700 yards, eight touchdown passes, and already has some D1 visits and offers, and he's caught the eye of the people in Champaign as well at the U of I. And also, he was a finalist in track and field this past spring for the high jump at State. Last week, he had 12 carries and 102 yards rushing out of the backfield. So that's a different dynamic that the Hearts might have to deal with tonight. But that's not the only guy that they passed through. Senior Grant McAtee has seven touchdowns. 6'6 sophomore J.C. Anderson is a big target at tight end with three touchdowns. And senior Jacob Harvey's caught four touchdowns as well. Point is, you can't just key on one person. We told our kids we've had the blueprint the last two years. You know, we went up there two years ago, kind of a similar situation, and uh, held on to the ball, uh, made enough plays defensively, but kept the ball out of their hands and ran the ball, mm-hmm. shortened the game down, end up with a win. Last year we ran 80 plays offense to their 30 plays offense and, and didn't capitalize on that. Yeah. And uh, so that that's the blueprint. It's whether or not, you know, that we can, we can execute the blueprint and finish it off this week. Weather may also play a factor tonight if it is raining during the game. That could determine what this Braves offense does with the ball. The Hearts have their back against the wall, and it's also on senior night. They'll try to get the win to keep up their playoff hopes, but also for the 13 seniors as well. See if we can stay dry out there around the area. We'll pack the umbrellas, but until then, 
We will get back to you, Eric. Thanks, Travis. Looking forward to that game tonight in Effingham, a big one for the Hearts. Now let's look at some of the great games in the South Central Conference. And for that, we go to Todd Stapleton. And good evening and welcome to week number eight in the South Central Conference. As we get started this week, still a lot of teams in the South Central Conference trying to get it all figured out for the playoffs. For the Vandals, they are now playoff eligible after their 27-3 victory over Hillsborough last week. The Vandals are 5-2 and two on the season, and they look to make it into the playoffs with a win tonight. The Vandals are at Gillespie tonight. The Gillespie Miners are 0-7 on the season, but Vandals coach Jason Clay says they do have some weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, we've got some athletic kids. Um, we've got some big kids on the line, and um, you know they got a got a good good system, and you know they run a, a similar style offense to what we do, and um, got some weapons. Their quarterback seems to be pretty athletic, and uh, some other some other backs look quick on film. So uh, we'll have to be prepared. And um, the one the one benefit is it's being a similar style to what we do. It's easier to simulate in practice, and and our kids have seen it more often than than uh, yeah, Hillsboro style play. So. I think that's a benefit to our, our defense. It also allows us to kind of mix and match and be multiple in how we approach things. So, obviously, we hope to build off a of last week's effort, you know, defensively. And, you know, I feel like our defense played pretty well against Greenville, barring a couple big plays. And so, that's the Vandals at the Gillespie Miners tonight. Game time, 7 p.m. We'll have the game for you on 107.1 FM, WKRV. Available streaming at VandaliaRadio.com and on the Vandalia Radio app. Some other games around the South Central Conference with some playoff implications tonight. A lot of playoff implications in a lot of the games tonight. Carlinville, they're 4-3 and three after losing to Greenville last week. They are at Hillsboro tonight. The Hilltoppers coming off their loss to the Vandals. They're 3-4, and four, so they're going to need to win out to have a shot to make the playoffs. 5-2, and two, Pena is at Litchfield. Litchfield, after their win last week, is now 4-3 and three on the season. Litchfield either needs a win this week over Pena or over the Vandals next week to become playoff eligible. The Greenville Comets have still only allowed 54 points on the season. There are 7-0. and oh. They're going to win the South Central Conference if they have not already mathematically won it. They are at home tonight to take on 4-3 and three Southwestern. Southwestern needing a win either this week or next week to become playoff eligible. 2-5 and five Staunton is at 1-6 and six North Mac tonight. So again, the lineup for the South Central Conference: five and two Vandals are at zero and seven Gillespie. The four and three Carlinville Cavaliers at the three and four Hillsboro Hilltoppers tonight. Five and two Pena at four and three Litchfield. Four and three Southwestern at seven and zero Greenville. And two and five Staunton. They're at one and six North Mac. That's a look at the South Central Conference in Week Eight. I'm Todd Stapleton. Thanks, Todd. Lots of teams on the bubble in that South Central Conference, so we will keep our eyes out for those games tonight and see who rises above and who is playoff hopes maybe dash tonight in the South Central Conference. Let's look at some other action going on tonight. As in other Lincoln Prairie Conference action, it will be Arcola. We're going to keep its playoff hopes alive as they host 7-0 and Arthur. So Arcola with a tough task in front of them. 1-6 Sarah Gordo will head on the road to 3-4 and Argenta, who is still in the playoff hunt. And 4-3 and Villa Grove will try to get that all-important fifth win as they host 2-5 and Sagamon Valley. 
I mean, a little Illini action. Casey looks to rebound from their first loss of the season last week to Mount Carmel. This week, they will host 0-7 Olney, who's just trying to find their first win of the year. 6-1 Lawrenceville. They're going to host 1-6 Newton. It will be 6-1 Mount Carmel heading to 1-6 Marshall. Mount Carmel trying to wrap up the little Illini Conference Championship. And finally, 4-3 Pairs tries to become playoff eligible with their fifth win of the night as they head to 2-5 Robinson. Well, that does it for this week on the Cromwell Media Group pregame show. For Lane Blickham, Travis Sparks, and Todd Stapleton, this is Eric Fry saying thanks for listening to the pregame show. And now, let's head to the booth as your Week 8 game is just moments away from kickoff. The Cumberland Pirates be coming. And up again, the second place order and look at that. He's got a big hole. He's got one man to beat. Down the sideline. He's going to carry that man. Still carrying him all the way into the end zone. Caught by Cumberland at the 15 yard line. Got a block. He's got another one. He's got a big hole. He's going to bounce to the outside. 50, 45, 40, 35, 50. Got the kick in the beat. 20, 25, 15, 10, 5, and an opening kickoff. Return for a touchdown. Cumberland Pirates. It's, it, it's going to be a fumble in the backfield. Deep in the backfield. is going to be picked up by Cumberland in for a touchdown. He's going to step out of the defender. He's going to dive through the it's now time for Cumberland Pirates football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Good evening, everyone. On this Friday, the 13th, my name is Eric Fry, broadcasting live from Nokomis High School for this matchup between your Cumberland Pirates and the Nokomis Redskins. Cumberland enters tonight's contest at 5-2 and two on the year. Yes, they are playoff eligible with their five win. And they're taking on a Nokomis team. Manners at three and four fighting for their playoff life. But last week, Nokomis gave Sullivan everything that they could handle. So we'll have to see if the parents show up right now here at this moment in time. Hey, there is no rain here in Nokomis. But trust me, I will know and I'll let you know as soon as it starts raining. It is windy. It is cloudy. The clouds are moving in uh, rapidly. But at this point in time, there is no Rain, which is a, a great thing. And of course, you're listening to the First Neighbor Bank pregame show here on WCRA. As you get to set for this match, and this is the first time the Pirates have taken on Nokomis here in football. And the first time the Pirates have come to Nokomis as well. It's about an hour and a half drive from Effingham, so a little bit further from Cumberland for the Pirates to get up here. But it uh, should be a good one. Like we said, Cumberland, hey, the one thing we know about this Pirates team. If they can protect the football and not beat themselves, they have a great chance of getting out of any game with a win. We've seen that so many times this season. Will the defense be able to stop this rushing attack of Nokomis? That'll be an interesting battle as well. Those current defenses look great all year. Minus the one solo game has yet to give up more than 20 points in a single game. That is a very good for a defense here. At this point in the season, week eight, is just about here, the penultimate week of the high school football season as the Pirates trying to get that elusive sixth win. Talking with Coach in the middle of the week, he told me that they are ready and prepared to host a playoff game, and that's what the goal is for the Pirates the rest of the year, to host that home playoff game. And a step to that tonight will be to take care of business against Nokomis. Is it senior night here in Nokomis? So they're going through the senior uh, recognition right now of those football players and cheerleaders over on the far side of the field. We are located on the visitor's side out here at the Cumberland Faithful. We're greatly 
appreciative of all the uh, people tuning in on WCRA. If you can't make it up here to Nakoma Sport, the game, we greatly appreciate you tuning in on WCRA or maybe you're online at FPMRadio.com or the free FPM Radio app. Don't forget our screen is brought to you by Neil Tyron Toledo. So, so glad you're with us here on this Friday night. Like we said, Friday the 13th, weather has been a question mark. And as I talked with Coach tonight, alluded to in the pregame, it's a lot of unknowns for the Pirates, an unknown opponent and an unknown place with unknown weather. But maybe all the unknowns are going to clear out by the time we get this game underway. Like I said, at this point, no rain falling at this moment. I saw there's one line still planning on coming in at some point, about a 40% chance of rain until about 9 o'clock tonight or so here in Nokomis. So we'll see if that will play a factor in tonight's broadcast. I hope not, for my sake, because we are outside. Electronics and stat sheets do not do well in the rain, but that's okay. We will deal with it as we can to bring you this Cumberland Pirate football broadcast. And don't forget, next Saturday night, next Saturday night after the final week of high school football, we will have the starting lineup playoff is spectacular. You can hear that over on 99. The game from 7 to 9 p.m. As we will unveil the brackets, we'll see where the Pirates will be playing in the postseason. But first, the Pirates have to take care of business here against Tacoma. Next week against Argenta, back at home, back at Cumberland. And they friendly confines there at Cumberland High School. But for this Pirate team, again, it's going to come down to can the defense stop the comas, can the offense protect the football. I think if the Pirates can protect the football and limit penalties, they'll have a great chance getting out of the comas here with a win tonight. So looking forward to this and broadcast, looking forward to this game starting up here in just a moment. While we have a moment, let's thank our sponsors real quick. Mascots Building Center, Evaco Midwest, First Neighbor Bank of Toledo. Of course, you're listening to the First Neighbor Bank of Toledo pregame show. Country Financial, Curtis Walker, Long Hole, Seth Clap, Cuts and Charts, Gentry, Small Engine Repair, Coffee and Creams, Neil Pirate Toledo, and the Toledo Democrat. Thanks to all of them for their support of Cumberland Up Pirate Football. Greatly appreciate it. Without their support, we would not be here in the coma tonight to broadcast the football game to everyone. So we greatly appreciate everyone who sponsors Cumberland Pirate Football here on WCRA. So. As we get closer and closer to the start of tonight's game, both teams wearing pink with their accessories, you know, the arm sleeves, the gloves, the socks, stuff like that, will be pink for both teams. Nokomis is in all black. So it's an all black kind of night for Nokomis. They have red numbers with white around those numbers. And for the Pirates, they'll be in there visiting white. So, I mean, hey. If you are, you know, At Gentry Small Engine Repair in Toledo, you'll find friendly faces waiting to take care of your outdoor and lawn care needs. Seasonal tune-ups, engine and machine repairs, and Cub Cadet warrant services, they can help. Working at home in the garage, our parts department covers a variety of brands. Or maybe you're ready for some new equipment. Our showroom features mowers, trimmers, chainsaws, and more from manufacturers including Cub Cadet, Troy Built, DeWalt, and European Forestry Company. Go see them at Gentry Small Engine, located on the north side of the square in Toledo. 
This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal opportunity employer. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapel-Clap at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Being what it is, it has made things uh, kind of difficult at times here on our equipment, on our cell service, so we apologize for that, but we will do our best to get you every moment we can and uh, and we'll just play it on Friday the 13th. We'll play it on Friday the 13th and being here in Tacoma State, a place we've never broadcast from, I've never broadcast from. I didn't even know where the field was located until earlier today when I got here. So uh, we are going to do our best here to help you uh, stay here on the air and get this Cumberland Pirate football broadcast and know if we do drop off, we will try and get back as soon as possible. As right now, we are going to throw to our national anthem. When we come back, we'll have the opening kickoff. The national anthem brought to you by Custom Insurance. We'll be back for more criminal power football on WCRI. Share the road during harvest season. 
Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual want your help protecting our hardworking farmers. While they're hard at work, let's keep their safety in mind while traveling our roadways. Slowing down and paying attention helps keep everyone safe. Together, we can trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your insurance needs. Trust in Tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Welcome back here to Nokomis High School as the Pirates have made their way out onto the field and Nokomis finishing up the school song. As is customary before every single high school football game, you got to play that school song. And so we will get that finished up here, and then we will get underway for tonight's game between the Cumberland Pirates and the Nokomis Redskins. Again, Cumberland 5-2, and two, looking for that all-important sixth win to guarantee themselves a playoff spot. Right now they have qualified. They have not clinched a playoff spot, so the Pirates trying to do with getting their sixth win here tonight. And for Nokomis, they sit at 3-4. and four. They can't take another loss. They're, you know, as I talked with Coach earlier this week, I said, hey, desperate teams do desperate things. And you talk about all the unknowns of never playing Nokomis before, not knowing much about Nokomis, and then you got the fact that they got their back against the wall in a must-win situation. It can be a little dangerous. We'll have to see if Nokomis empties the playbook here today to try and do everything they can to get the win. The Pirates will be ready for it. I know we're ready for some football here on WCRA here. Cumberland Pirates in action in just a moment here on your home for Cumberland Pirate football, WCRA. Again, thank you for listening, whether you're on 1090 AM or maybe you're on 99.5 FM, 107.7 FM as well. Thank you for listening to this broadcast of Cumberland Pirate football. As we will have the opening coin toss here in just a second as we are awaiting the finishing of the school song, and then we'll have the coin toss. Unlike most schools that we kind of go to here with the Cumberland Pirates, they're doing the coin toss here kind of after all the pregame festivities. Most of them do it before the pregame festivities, kind of while everyone's still warming up. So not quite a 7 o'clock kickoff here tonight as we will see what team will be in action on offense and which one is on defense. As Again, the Pirates... Captains will head to the half 50-yard uh, line right there in the center logo. There's a big N right in the middle. And I think, you know, figuring out which goal to defend is going to be an important part of tonight's game because of the wind. The wind is moving right to left across the football field. And I think that will make it a, a rather interesting uh, kicking night or maybe lack thereof. We'll have to wait and see. Because moving across the players, it's not to a back or, or head on. It's uh, across the field. I think will make it a little bit easier. And I'm waiting for official word as they have done the coin toss. I'm waiting to see who will be getting the football. As it will be Cumberland, I believe, won the toss. They will defer to the second half. So it will be Nokomis football to start this ball game. So Nokomis will have the ball first here on this Friday the 13th. It is a spooky one out there. Everyone's staying safe and staying dry. I know back in Effingham was talking with Travis Sparks. He's at the Effingham Mountain Zion game. He said, hey, rain has stopped there, so hopefully you're staying dry over there. 
And back in Effingham here in Nokomis. It's dry for the moment. We'll see if it hangs around. In fact, I see some bugs flying around the lights, which is a good sign. That means maybe there won't be any rain still coming the rest of the evening, but we'll hold our breath and we'll wait for that and be prepared for whatever. So we'll be Cumberland kicking off to start in this ball game. And the wind will be to their right, moving across the body from right to left. They'll be defending the right goal as you're listening to me. So on your radio dial, Pirates traveling right to left. As Nebel will have the ball teed up, ready to go. Nakoma's still in their huddle. As now Nakoma's will break that huddle, we'll get this ball game underway. Nebel with the ball on the 40, right in the middle of the field. Of course, last week we saw him get an onside kick by kicking it right at somebody. See if maybe the Pirates try to do that here early on and get steal a possession, so to speak. As Nakoma's return men standing about the 20-yard line. As Nebel goes through his pre-kick routine. And here's the opening kick. Glad you're with us. It'll be a short kick. It'll bounce. It'll hit a player for Nakoma's, but he's able to pick it up, and he's going to run with it. He kind of ran to the left, ran to the right, came back. Basically no gain on that one. And Cumberland will take over. That was Bartolino, the tight end, junior tight end, who's got that one. And it will be Nakoma's taking over. It will be first and ten for Nakoma's, ball on their own. 37-yard line. So Nokomis will come out. Again, not much known about this Nokomis team. I know they like to run the football. They'll come out high formation with the wing back on the left-hand side. Steele is the quarterback, the senior. He'll get under center. Going to hand it off. Looking for some running room on the left-hand side. Breaks through one tackle. It's going to be brought down close to the first down marker. We'll wait and see where they officially mark him down at. He's going to be just short, so we'll make it a gain of eight. Gain of eight, so make it second and two. I believe that was Engelman on the carry. If so, that's who we're giving it to anyways. And back under center, wing back on the right-hand side. Going to hand it off again, looking for running room. He's across the 50 inside Pirate territory. Inside Cumberland territory. And that was Herb Street, actually. For both, both of those plays, Herb Street, the sophomore, and it results in a first down inside Pirate territory. And we'll mark him down for another 11 yards on that one, and the Pirate defense backed up already. I formation, wing back on the left-hand side. Herb Street is the deep back, and I hand it off to him again. Looking for running room on the left-hand side. This time the Pirate defense trying to corral him. He's going to carry a couple Pirates, though. And give him a gain of about we'll say four on that one. So that'll bring up second down, second and six. Ball on the 41-yard line inside Pirate territory here. Just getting underway. 10.30 left to go in this first quarter. First and ten ball in the far hash mark from my broadcast position. They'll come out high formation again. Wing back on the right-hand side. Behind Steele. Under center. Takes the snap. He's going to pitch it out this time to Herb Street. Looking for some running room. And the Pirates going to wrap him up in the backfield. Good job by the Cumberland defense getting in there. 
And that time we'll say it's a loss of two, I believe. It'll make it third and seven, and we'll see if this Pirate defense can make a big stop here on third down. Bend but don't break mentality. As high formation again, wing back and left hand side. Herb Street still that running back in the backfield. Going to hand it off to him again once more, and the Pirates stop him right at the line. No gain on that one. And then I'll bring it fourth down. Now, I think they're in go-for-it territory, obviously. You're on the Pirates' 43-yard line. It'll be fourth and seven. I don't know if you punt it. We'll have to wait and see what they decide to do. If you're coming, they got to be leery of the fake as well. McMeekin going back to return, so it looks like they will be punting. The punter will be standing at about the 45-yard line. That's his own 45. As the high staff able to corral it. Nope, it's a fake. It's a fake. He's coming to the right side. Down to the sidelines. He's going to be knocked out of bounds, and it's no good. So the fake is no good. Pirates snuffed it out. As it was Lions on the carry, and I think he maybe got uh, a grand total of two yards after all that running. But it will be a turnover on downs. As the Pirates doing a good job right there of getting the stop on defense. So the Pirates. As Cumberland will take over. It'll be first and 10 Cumberland ball on their own 42-yard line. That's where this offense will take over. As the defense did their job. Even though they got one first down, that was all they got. As Olmstead will come out, shotgun, one running back on the right-hand side. Going to move McMeekin in motion. Hand off to McMeekin on the jet sweep, looking for some running room on the right side. Breaks one tackle, and he's going to get out of bounds. And looks like a gain of about a yard for McMeekin on his first carry of the night. Just kept waiting. He kept waiting for something to develop, and unfortunately just never was there, so he just took it out of bounds. They'll bring up second nine after the one-yard gain. Ball in the 43-yard line for the Pirates. As they try to move the football and make a statement here early on, getting the lead early. Come out shotgun. Four wide for the Pirates. Going to move Kaiser to the left-hand side. Now they'll hand it off to Kaiser. Nothing right there. Trying to run it right up the middle. And Nakoma snuffed that one out. And Kaiser gets no gain. Yep, we'll say no gain, and that'll bring him third down. Make it third and nine. Either a long nine or a short ten, depending on how you want to look at it. But either way, for the Pirates, it'll be third down. Third and long for Cumberland. As the Pirates. We'll try to keep this drive alive. Shotgun again, four wide. Kaiser, the running back on the right-hand side. Harmon and McMeekin, the wide receivers on the left. Takes snap, does Olmstead. He's looking to throw. He's under pressure. Going to throw it up across the middle. Too far. He was looking for McMeekin, who had his man beat, but it'll fall incomplete. And that will be fourth down. And the Pirates will be punting. So we trade punts here to start the game. And Nokomis will get the football back here. 
with less than eight minutes to go in this first quarter. Pirates net gain on that first drive, zero. As Harmon is back to punt, gets the snap. There's the punt. It's a high punt. It's a spiraling punt. And it will bounce at about the 35, and it'll take a Nokomis roll. And it'll be down at about the 38-yard line, and that's where Nokomis will now take over. So we'll see if this Pirate defense can make a stop this time. It will be first and 10, Nokomis. Ball will be on the Nokomis 38-yard line. Here's 7.49 left to go in this first quarter. Still just getting underway here in Nokomis. As Steele comes out, I formation, wing back on the left-hand side. Herb Street, the deep back, but he's going to hand it off to his fullback. Instead, he's going to fight forward and get close to the first down. As that one was Taylor on the carry. And they're going to give him nine on that one. Close to the first down, but it'll be a yard short. Make it second and one for Nokomis. Ball on their own 47-yard line. As we said, Nokomis with this rushing attack is what Cumberland's going to have to deal with here today. High formation again behind Steele. He's going to swing back on the right-hand side. Going to take the snap, hand it off. This time it's the Herb Street, and he's going to get close to the first down. Yes, he will get enough for the first down. Going to give him five yards on that one. And a first down for Nokomis, their second of the game for the Redskins as they move it into Pirate territory. It'll be first and 10 Nokomis ball on the Pirate 49-yard line. Again, eye formation, wing back on the right-hand side. You have to see anything other than eye formation. And they'll hand it off again up the middle. Not a whole lot of room there, but a couple fights forward. And that one was Daryl Evans on the carry. Give Evans like three yards or so. Makes it second and seven. Evans in the backfield with Herb Street. Going back on the left-hand side, eye formation. Going to pitch it out this time to Herb Street. Looking for some running room on the outside. But gets a block, and he's going to be brought down and pushed back by a couple Pirates. And I believe he's close to the first down. We'll see where they mark him at. It will be a first down. So give him eight on that one. Third first down of the night for Nokomis. And they have the ball down on the Pirate 39-yard line. Here with six minutes left to go in this first quarter. As Nokomis hasn't had a problem moving the football, at least here early. The Pirate defense made stops when they need to. I formation, wing back on the left-hand side behind Steele. Take a snap, handoff up the middle, nothing there. Fight forward for about two. On the carry. That was... That was Evans again. Give him two more. So I get second and eight on the 36. Evans in the backfield. With her street. And this time it'll be the quarterback with the keeper. It's Steel. He'll keep it right up the middle. And give him 
about three yards. So it'll bring up a third and three ball in the 33-yard line. Let's see if the Pirate defense can make a stop here. I see anything other than runs, but it's just a matter of who's going to run it. That's been the problem thus far. Again, high formation, wing back on the left-hand side. Take snap, going to hand it off again, left side this time. Jumps over a defender, going to break one tackle, and fights down inside the 20 and a first down. As we'll say, that is a... Yard gain there by Herb Street. Herb Street, excuse me. They'll set up a first and 10 on the 17. As Nokomis. High formation, wing back on the left hand side. Take snap, hands off up the middle. Gain of a couple. Marking for a gain of. Say it's a four yard game. That one, once again, was Evans on the carry. Evans on the carry up the middle for four. Here is now there's just four minutes left to go in this ball game, in this first quarter, excuse me. It's a second and six for Nakoma's ball on the 13 yard line. High formation, wing back, left hand side. Who's going to get the football? This time they'll run it misdirection, right-hand side, Herb Street. He's going to be brought down. We'll wait and see where he's officially marked down at. But I think he's inside the 10. Yep, they're going to say it's a four-yard gain. That makes it third and two, ball in the nine. As Nakomis will head to the line. Third and two, ball in the nine. I formation once more. Going back on that left-hand side. It's just a matter of who's going to get that football. For Nokomis, it'll be Herb Street. Looking for running room left side. Pirate defense trying to stop him. I think he got enough for the first. He did. So, another first down. So, it'll be first and goal. Ball will be on the six-yard line, so marking him a game of three. So first and goal from the six. As his pirate defense will try to make a stop. I formation. Kind of wing back right-hand side. Going to hand off uh, Wildcat. Never mind. And it was Herb Street who's going to get it in for a touchdown. Six-yard touchdown by Herb Street. As he took it in the Wildcat formation, just ran it right at the Pirates and got it right in there. And the 243, Nokomis is on the board first on the Herb Street. Six-yard touchdown. And we'll wait and see. It looks like they will go for two. The lineup high formation will Nokomis. And hands off. Nope, it's a pitch to the outside. Herb Street's got it, and he's going to be brought down. No good. So two-point conversion's no good. The Pirate defense snuffed that one out. And so here with just 2.43 left to go in the first quarter, Pirates trail 6 nothing. We'll be back with more Cumberland Pirate football on WCRA. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. 
Wes and Billy Chambers promised to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go, Pirates. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. As McComas has the ball teed up, ready to kick it off here. As there's a kick, it's a high kick, not very deep. It'll be caught by Kaiser on the run, looking for some blocks in front of him. He's down to the 40, down to the 45. He's going to be brought down at the Pirate 45-yard line. Nice return by Kaiser. Caught that one mid-stride, just kept running. And he got a decent return there of about 15 yards, and the Pirates will take over first and 10 on their own 45. We'll see if the Pirates get their first first down of the night. They'll line up first and 10 on their own 45. Shotgun formation. Empty backfield. Two receivers on the right, one on the left. Ormstead takes a stamp. He's going to keep it himself. Quarterback keeper looking for some running room, and he's going to be brought down after a gain of about two. Here again there by Olmstead. Like mixing it up every once in a while from the Pirates. Makes it second and eight. Ball on their own 47-yard line. So right now you're just trying to gain some momentum if you're Cumberland. Just trying to get some positive momentum. On offense here with just two minutes left to go in this first quarter. Pirates trail 6-0. It'll be pistol formation for the Pirates. Two receivers on the left-hand side. Worms that takes snaps to high snap. He's going to pitch out to McMeekin anyways. McMeekin looking for some blocks in front of him. Burt gets one block, and that's about it. He's going to be pushed out of bounds inside Nokomis territory. As we'll say, that'll be at the 49-yard line. So it'll be a gain of four for McMeekin. And up at the third and four. Third and four on the Nokomis 49-yard line. As the Pirates get inside Nokomis territory for the first time tonight. They'll try and get their first first down are the Pirates. We'll see if they try and take the lid off the defense. They'll come out shotgun four wide. Blackhawks down to five. Going to move McNeekin in motion. They'll take it to McNeekin on the jet sweep. Instead of handing off to Kaiser. Kaiser looking for some running room. He's going to be just a little bit short of the first down. Give him a gain of... What are they going to mark him at? We'll give him a three-yard gain. And they'll bring up a fourth and one for the Pirates. Ball on the 46-yard line. I think they're going to go for it here. Just what are you going to attack with if you're Cumberland? Fourth and one, a minute 20 left to go, first quarter. They'll come out wishbone, will the Pirates? Behind Olmstead. Olmstead takes the snap, QB keeper, and I think he got enough. Nope, they're not going to give him forward progress. From my vantage point, I thought he got it, but nope, they said he did not get. Nope. Did not give him forward progress, and there'll be a turnover on downs. I thought on that initial push, he got it. I thought on the first push he got it, but he did not. And so it will be Nokomis. 
Nicomas football on the turnover on downs. It'll be first and 10 for Nicomas. They'll come out high formation. Swing back on the left-hand side. Hand off again to Herbstreet. Herbstreet looking for some running room on the left side. He's going to get a first down and more. Give him about 13 yards on that one. Busy boy thus far as Herbstreet. That's the 12th carry of the night. It's another first down for Nicomas. Be first and ten to Comus ball on the forty one yard line. High formation, wing back on the left hand side. Or Nicomas. Gonna hand it off to the fullback up the middle. It's Evans, and he's gonna get close to another first down. Give him it looks like eight yards. Gonna mark him officially at nine. Here with just 15 seconds left to go in this first quarter. Comus leads 6 to nothing. As we won't get another play. So after one quarter of play, the Pirates trail 6 to nothing. We'll be back with second quarter action in just a moment here on WCRA. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal opportunity employer. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapple-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to Nokomis High School. It's after one quarter of play, the Pirates trail six to nothing. We'll flip sides and it will be Nokomis football. As Nokomis now will travel right to left on your radio dial. Looking at a second and one for Nokomis ball on the 32-yard line. As Steele and company will come out once again. I formation. Wing back on the right-hand side. It's just a matter of who's going to get the football again. And this time they'll hand it off to Herbstreet, and he's going to fight forward for a first down. Give him about five yards on that one. And another first down, like we said. Seven first downs on the night, and this Pirate defense just, at this point in time, does not have an answer for this Nokomis Rushing attack. Like we said, it, it's just a matter of who's getting the football. They haven't even attempted a pass yet. It's just going to be, is it is it Herb Streets or Evans? Line up high formation on the first and ten. Nope, this time it's quarterback keeper, and he's tripped up right in the line. Mark him for about a yard on that one. 
and he falls forward and gets a yard, but the Pirates can't fall forward and get a yard. On that fourth down play, but that's all right. It'll be second nine on the 25-yard line. Second and nine, ball on the 29, eye formation. Ornacomis, and off to the fullback, and gain of a couple. See where he's officially down at. Give him a gain of five for Evans. Make it third and four. All on the 20-yard line, so another third down. See if this Pirate defense can stand tall here on a third down. As it'll be a wildcat again, Herb Street will be in at the quarterback position. He'll take the snap. He's looking for running room on the left-hand side. He's going to break through one tackle, be brought down, and I think he's got enough for the first. Yes, he does. As 60 yards there by Herb Street. Makes it first and 10 on the 14-yard line. First and 10 for Nokomis. As they'll come out, eye formation. Evans and Herb Street wing back on the left-hand side. This time it will go to Evans looking for a running room. And he'll get a couple. See what they officially give him. They'll give him four. Makes it second and six on the 10. Second and six on the 10 here for Nokomis. High formation. Wing back on the right-hand side. Going to hand off to Herb Street. He's going to break through one tackle, be brought down. Running it off to the right-hand side. And it'll be a three-yard gain, so that'll make it third and three for Nokomis here. Just under nine minutes left to go in this first half. Comus lead six to nothing. I nope. It'll be Wildcat again. Herb Street at the quarterback position. He's going to take snaps. Going to run it off to the right hand side. He's going to break through one tackle and he's in for a touchdown. Another one. From seven yards out, and it's another touchdown for Nakomis. Here with 8:50 left to go in the first half. Herb Street goes in from seven yards out. And Nokomis line up for the two-point conversion. Line up again, Wildcat. Herb Street going to take it, run it right in the middle, and he's in. Almost untouched. And two-point conversion is good. They'll make it 14 nothing here with 8.50 left to go in this first half. We will take a break when we come back. Well, I have more coming up on football on WCRA. 
McNeil Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neal deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Welcome back here to Nokomis High School. We said the matchup of this game was going to be the Pirate defense versus the rushing attack in Nokomis. And at least through a quarter and about a half, it has been the Nokomis rushing attack that has won out here at least early on. As it will be Nokomis with the ball teed up and ready to kick it off again. Bertolino will kick this one. And it's going to be a little squibbler, and Harmon's going to just grab it and be down on the 35. So it'll be first and 10 Cumberland ball on their own 35-yard line. That's where the Pirates will take over. Cumberland travel left to right on your radio dial. It'll be their first drive of this second quarter. See what Olmstead... And the Byron offense can do here, trailing by two scores, 14-0. Come out shotgun, two running backs in the backfield. That's Kaiser and McNeekin. McNeekin in motion, takes the hand off to Kaiser, looking to throw it his own set. He's under pressure, throws it across the middle. It's going to be caught by Beerman. Beerman's going to fight forward for about five. A five-yard catch to Beerman. And that's what the Pirates need to do. And they're going to mark him officially at four. I thought it was five. They're going to officially mark him at four. I think that's what the Pirates need to do. Up-tempo is what we need to see on this Pirate offense. It'll be second down, second and six. All will be on the 39-yard line. Shotgun again, three receivers on the left-hand side. Looking to throw again. This time out to McNeekin. McNeekin with the catch. He's down to the 45-50, down to the 40. Six-yard line, it'll be a first down for the Pirates, their first one of the game. As McNeekin gets the pass, and we'll give him about a 13-yard gain on that one. And again, maybe that's what the Pirates need to do. little up-tempo. And we'll see. Cumberland first and 10 inside McCombs territory. After their first first down of the night, they'll come out in the pistol. Two receivers on the right-hand side. Going to move McMeekin in motion in the backfield. Olmstead's going to keep it. Going to look to throw. He was trying for Beerman, and it was just out of Beerman's grasp, and it'll be incomplete. I'll bring up second and 10. Olmstead had Beerman. Beerman had about a step. He just couldn't quite reach that one. And it'll bring up second and ten. Second and ten for the Pirates. 7.56 left to go in this first half. From a little come out shotgun. Kaiser, the running back on the right-hand side. Takes the snap, does Olmstead rolling out to his right, looking to throw. Still rolling right, still rolling right. Now he's just going to run it himself. 
And he's going to fall forward, kind of does a somersault to get some positive yards. And we'll give him four on the carry for Olmstead. That makes it about third and six. Ball will be on the 44-yard line of Nokomis. Seven and a half minutes left to go, first half. Third and six. See what this offense draws up, and I think you're you, you got to go for it here. You can't afford to go down anymore if you do get to fourth down. All right, so come out shotgun. Two receivers on the left hand side. All right, so the running back on the left as well, and we got a penalty flag. And that will be encroachment on the defense. That'll be a five yard penalty on Nokomis. So Nokomis with a five-yard penalty, their first penalty tonight, our first penalty at all thus far here through about a half of football. As it will be Cumberland now with a third and one. Parents line up wishbone behind Olmstead. And off, we'll go to McNeese. He's looking for running room right-hand side. He's got enough for the first. That's all the Pirates really needed there. Just get that first down. Give McNeese four on the carry. And Cumberland has their second first down of the night. It'll be first and ten ball on the 34-yard line. The Pirates starting to put a drive together. This offense finding some momentum. 6.50 left to go. First half. Pirates trail 14-0. Shotgun. Two receivers on the left-hand side. That's McNeekin as well as Bierman on the left. Kaiser of the running back on the left as well. 16 seconds left on the play clock. And now we've got a timeout from Nokomis. So Nokomis is going to take their first timeout with 6.32 left to go in the first half. We'll take a timeout as well. You'll come from football on WCRA. At Gentry Small Engine Repair in Toledo, you'll find friendly faces waiting to take care of your outdoor and lawn care needs. Seasonal tune-ups, engine and machine repairs, and Cub Cadet warrant services, they can help. Working at home in the garage, our parts department covers a variety of brands. Or maybe you're ready for some new equipment. Our showroom features mowers, trimmers, chainsaws, and more from manufacturers including Cub Cadet, Troy Built, DeWalt, and European Forestry Company. Go see them at Gentry Small Engine, located on the north side of the square in Toledo. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. As well as on the FPM Radio app and online at fpmradio.com. It'll be first and 10 for the Pirates ball on the 34-yard line. Shotgun again, Olmstead. We've got Kaiser on the right side, two receivers on the left-hand side. Got to move it, in motion. They'll give it to McMeekin on the jet suit. Looking for some blockers. Nothing in there. And it will be no gain. And they're going to mark him for a yard. And that's about it. Make it second and nine. Second and nine for the Pirates. Shotgun. Once again, three wide receivers on the left-hand side. 
Kaiser, wide receiver on the left hand, or Kaiser running back on the left hand side, and the snap's going to go beside the quarterback. He wasn't prepared for it. It was Olmstead. He's going to pick it up, try and do something with it, and he's just going to get out of bounds. And that'll be a big loss for the Pirates. So it'll be third after the loss, down to the 48-yard line. I make it third and 23 after the snap. Make it about a 15-yard loss, and it's third and 23 now for Cumberland. Ball on the Nokomis 48-yard line. The ball was snapped, and Olmstead didn't look like he was ready for it. We talked about beating yourself. Three receivers on the left-hand side. Olmstead takes a snap, looking to set up a throw. He's going to air it out deep for Beerman into double coverage. Beerman almost caught it, and it's incomplete. I thought Beerman had it into double coverage. He jumped up in the air for that one. And unfortunately, just couldn't hold on to it. And the Pirates will be looking at a fourth and forty-eight, or fourth and fourth and twenty-three or so. Yeah, fourth and twenty-three after the incomplete pass. And the Pirates will be punting here. With five thirty-six left to go in the half. Harmon with the punt, angling. And it'll go out of bounds, basically at the first down line. So it'll be down to about the 27-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 for Nokomis on their own 27. And again, we'll blame it on Friday the 13th tonight, but this Pirate offense can't seem to get anything going, and the Pirate defense... And seem to stop the running attack here, at least thus far. 528 left to go in this first half. 14 nothing. Nakomis leads. I formation. Gonna hand it off again. Looking for running rooms. Herb Street, and he's gonna be brought down right at the line of scrimmage. No more. He's already got 17 carries on the night. As it'll be second and 10. As we come up on five minutes left to go in the half. Pirates trail 14 nothing. Again, they'll come out high formation. Wing back on the right-hand side. Behind Steele. He'll hand it off to his fullback this time, and it'll be a gain of a couple. That was Evans on the carry. And they're going to give him, looks like, five. Make it third and five. The so third and five for Nokomis. All will be on the 32. Again, I have formation. Evans and Herb Street in the backfield. Takes snap. Going to keep it himself on the quarterback keeper. Pirates snuffed it out. Loss of about two for Steele. And it will bring up fourth down. Loss of two for Steele. 
And it looks like Nokomis may be punting. However, they've already done one fake tonight. you got to be on the lookout for the fake again. Perhaps you're able to stop it last time, but you got to be prepared for it. And so it will be Lions back to punt if he is punting. But again, they've already faked it once. This time he will be punting. As McNeekins back to return. McNeekins going to catch it on the 40. Looking to set up the return. He gets to the 50. Cuts back up field. And he's going to be brought down about the 46-yard line. Inside of Cumberland Territory, or inside Nokomis Territory. For the Pirates. Now with a short field for the first time tonight. We'll see if the Pirates can do something with it. It'll be at the 45-yard line. First and 10 for the Pirates. Ball on the Nokomis 45. Pirates kind of had a drive going there until the bad snap. They'll try and recreate that magic. Two receivers on the right-hand side. Shotgun formation. Olmstead takes the snap, rolling out to his right, looking to throw, though. He's throwing it to McNeekin, who's going to make the catch and get the first down. Give him about 14 yards on that one. To McNeekin and another Pirate first down. Just their third of the night. Second through the air. And it'll be first and 10 Cumberland. Ball will be on the 32. That's the Nokomis 32. Pirates trying to find something here before the end of the half. They don't want going to halftime down two scores. One's a little more manageable, especially since you're going to get the ball to start the second half. Shotgun, three wide receivers on the left-hand side. Takes the snap, does Olmstead looking to throw. He's going to throw it to Beerman. It's off his fingers and incomplete. And that'll bring up second and ten. Second and ten for the Pirates. Ball in the 32. Shotgun. Nope, check that. Eye formation for the Pirates. Beerman, the receiver on the left. Technique in the deep back. Takes snap. Going to fake the handoff. Looking to throw. He's going to get it across the middle of the Harmon. Here comes Harmon. Down the sideline. He's in for a touchdown. 32-yard touchdown pass to Zach Harmon. That's his first touchdown of the season. And the Pirates are on the board. It's 14 to 6. And of course, that Cumberland Pirate touchdown brought to you by First National Bank in Toledo. It's 301. It was Olmstead to Harmon for 32 yards on a nice looking play action pass. Good ball right there by Olmstead. And Zach Harmon did the rest. Now Nebel will line up for the extra point. Here's snap balls down. We got whistles. And it'll be an encroachment on Nokomis. And now it looks like the Pirates are going to go for two. Because they're going to be a little closer, so they're going to try and go for two here. Due to the encroachment. So since they got moved a little closer, the Pirates are going to go for two here. 
punch it in. With 3.01 left to go. They'll line up Wishbone, Will the Pirates. As the Pirates are going to take a timeout here. Coach Watkins obviously not like something he saw. And the whole entire Cumberland coaching staff was kind of wanting something. And I think that the argument is, is that the ball wasn't moved due to the encroachment. But the entire Cumberland staff was almost out on the whole field, the coaching staff. So Cumberland has to use a timeout to try and fix this mistake. And Coach Watkins still out there talking to the official. As Coach Watkins still out there talking to the official. Coach Watkins still out there talking to the official, and now it looks like we're gonna break gonna gonna break and we'll see the parents see if they're gonna go for two again. As the parents will line up and go for two. Cumberland from the wishbone. McMeekin and Beerman, the running back, going to hand it off to McMeekin. Looking for some running room. He's going to bounce to the outside. He's got one man to beat. He's throwing his feet, trying to get in, and no good. Oh, well, McMeekin tried everything, but he could not quite get in. So, with 3.01 left to go in the first half, it's 14-6. to Cumberland Trail. We'll be back with more Cumberland Fire Football on WCRA. Summer is winding down, and that means two things at Gentry Small Engine Repair. They're ready to service your outdoor equipment, like chainsaws and leaf blowers. Need repairs, parts, or something shiny and new? They can help kick off your season. Go see Gentry Small Engine to get your machines ready for fall and football season. Don't forget to have your generator spruced up and ready to roar for those tricky Illinois winners. Located on the north side of the square in Toledo, Gentry Small Engine is a very proud supporter of Cumberland Pirate football. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Come back to Nokomis. Nebel with the kink. It's a little short squib kick. It's going to bounce off a Nokomis player, and it's going to be caught, I think, by Nokomis. So Nokomis will get it, but that one bounced off a Nokomis player, went straight up in the air, and Nokomis was able to get under it. So it will be Nokomis football, but the Pirates tried to get that one. And it'll be Nokomis football here with three minutes left to go in this half. It'll be first and ten Nokomis ball on the 37-yard line. That's the Nokomis 37. And it'll be first and ten. High formation once more for Nokomis. This time two wide receivers, no wing back. Going to pitch it to the outside. And nothing there. Pirate defense wraps him up in the backfield.
as Herb Street will lose three on that one. They get second and 13. And this is the thing you want to do with a team like Nokomis. Put them behind the sticks and force them to throw the football. It's something they're not comfortable doing. And the Pirates will come out of eye formation. Or excuse me, Nokomis will come out of eye formation. Once again, Herb Street's going to get the handoff. Running to the outside. He's going to break one tackle. Breaks another. He's going to be upended. He's going to be close to the first down. Give him about 11 on that carry. It'll be third down, third and about three yards. Ball on the 45. Here as we close it on two minutes left to go in the half. Now less than two. The eye formation again. Nope, it'll be Wildcat. Wildcat again. Herb Street going to take the snap. He lost the football. It's on the ground. Herb Street's got it. Cumberland almost got it, but it'll still be a loss, and they'll still set up fourth down. Fourth down, and Coach Watkins is going to take a timeout here with a minute 34 left. In this first half, it will be fourth and six. So we'll mark it for a loss of three on the Wildcat, and you have to think Nicomas may be punting here with a minute 33 left. It'll be fourth and six, all on their own 41. They may attempt another fake. We've seen them do it on their very first drive of the game. It didn't work out. So we'll see if that is what they decide to do or not. Don't forget, coming up, we'll have the Scott's Building Center halftime show coming up in just a little bit. Or we'll look at some stats. We'll try and get you some scores from other games around the area. As Cumberland, we'll see defensively what they're looking at. Here with 133 left to go. In the half. As McNeekins back deep to return. So Cumberland's obviously thinking punt. And Lions is back to punt. But we'll see if he actually punts it. Again, they've already faked it once. It's a high snap. He's going to get it. He is going to punt it. And it's a decent punt. It's a really good punt, actually. And it'll take a Nokomis bounce. It's going to roll all the way down to about the 17-yard line. So Cumberland will take over. As they still haven't technically downed it. Now they down it. As they're trying to take as much clock as they could off. Minute 19 left to go. It'll be first and 10 Cumberland ball on the 18-yard line. As it will be Cumberland football. Trying to try and put one drive together here before the end of the half. Cumberland will come out. Shotgun. Three wide receivers bunched up on the left hand side. Now they're going to move McEachin in motion. Takes the snap. Olmstead rolling out, looking to throw. Got a man across the middle. It's caught. Caught down to the 40. 45. Closing in on the 50 and brought down at the 50-yard line. Make it a 32-yard gain and a Pirate first down. A great play right there. Great catch by Cameron Brown, his first of the season. As the Pirates will come out again, shotgun four wide. 
looking to throw. And it's incomplete. Looking for Beerman. It was a little behind him. And that one will fall incomplete. And Nokomis now is going to take a timeout. Here with 59.6 seconds left. 14 to 6. Pirates trail. 59.6 seconds left. We'll take 30 seconds. Be back here with more criminal power football on WCRA. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal opportunity employer you're listening to cumberland pirates football on wcra welcome back here to nakomas high school will be first and 10 for the pirates all in the 50 four wide for olmstead takes a snap he's looking to throw again rolling out to his right still rolling gonna throw it to beerman and it's incomplete As that one falls incomplete, bring up third and ten. Here with 54.3 seconds left. So third and ten for the Pirates. Ball in the 50. And you don't need to get huge chunky yards here because the clock will stop after a first down. You just gotta get that first down. Shotgun again, four wide. Beerman and Brown, the receivers on the right-hand side. I see McNeekin and Harmon on the left. Kaiser running back on the right-hand side. Olmstead takes a snap. He's going to carry it, hand it off to Kaiser, and Kaiser kind of lost his footing in the mud. And it will be a gain of a couple. There were 46.9 seconds left. Coach Watkins is going to take a timeout. It'll be fourth and six after the four-yard game by Kaiser. Looks like he tried to stop and pivot, and his footing just came out from under him for Kaiser. So it'll be fourth and six ball in the 47-yard line with 46.9 seconds left. We'll see if the Pirates want to go for it here. I mean, what have you got to lose, right? Nokomis, I think, has two timeouts left. Come along with one. You're going to get the ball at the start of the second half anyways. So we'll see if Cumberland just decides to air it out here. As they break the timeout, and it looks like the Pirates will be going for it. Fourth and six. Three wide receivers on the left-hand side. Kaiser on the right. Olmstead takes the snap, looking to throw. Throwing across the middle to Harmon. Harmon's got it. He's got enough for the first. First down. First down for the Pirates through the air. Seven-yard game there by Harmon. Pirates hurrying up to the line. 35 seconds left. Olmstead shotgun again. Quick throw. Left side to Beerman. Beerman couldn't control it. And that will fall incomplete. 
Stops the clock, at least if you're Cumberland. With 28.9 seconds left, it'll be second and 10. And they were trying to set up a screen pass. Twenty-eight point nine seconds left to go in the half. Pirates trying to put some more points on the board. They're in striking distance. Then it'll be first, second, and ten on the thirty-seven. Brown, the lone receiver on the right. Three receivers bunched up to the left. Going to move McNeekin in motion from left to right. Olmstead rolling out to his right. Still rolling. Looking to throw. Looking to throw. Breaks one tackle. He's coming into the other side. He's got room over there. He's got the first down and more, and he's going to get out of bounds. Says Olmstead. Big run right there by Olmstead. Gets out of bounds. And it will be a first down. 23 seconds, or 20, first and 10 on the 23 with 18.2 seconds left. As we'll say, that is a 20-yard run there by Olmstead. And he got out of bounds, too, which is also the smart thing. Got out of bounds, stopped the clock. First and 10 ball in the 23. 18.2 seconds left. Three receivers on the right-hand side. Harmon, the lone receiver on the left. Shotgun again for the Pirates. Olmstead going to his right. Gets it to Beerman. Beerman's going to try and break one tackle. He's going to be brought down at the 20. Okay, at three. And we're going to get a timeout from the Pirates. I believe it'll be their last one with 10.6 seconds left. It will be second down, second about seven. Second and seven. I see the officials are looking up towards the Towards the booth, but I thought they were a little late on that timeout call, but not to be. So 10.6 seconds left for the Pirates. Second and six. Ball in the 20. I'm going to try to carry some momentum into the half. Don't forget the Pirates will get the ball to start the second half as well. Harmon, the lone receiver on the left. Kaiser going to line up on the left-hand side, as, or right-hand side. Three receivers on the right from the shotgun. Olmstead looking to throw. Going to air it out right side. He's got Beerman, and it's incomplete. Let him a little too far with 4.4 seconds left. And now you got nothing else. You might as well just take a shot at the end zone here on third and six with 4.4 left. Third and six. Ball in the 20. 4.4 seconds left. Pirates trying to end this half with some points. First and ten. Or third and six, excuse me. Three receivers on the left-hand side. Harmon, the lone receiver on the right. Olmstead's going to air it up for, for uh, he was looking for Harmon, and it falls incomplete, and that'll do it. That'll be the end of the half. He had him, just let him a little too far. And it'll fall incomplete. So at the half, Pirates trail 14 to 6. We'll be back when they look at stats here in just a second on the Scott's Building Show Halftime Show here on WCRA. 
At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapel-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Neal Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neal deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! Enjoy the perfect blend at Coffee and Creams in Toledo, your one-stop destination for all things delicious. Craving a rich cup of joe? They have you covered with hot and cold brews, teas, lotus, and specialty sodas. Ask your barista to build one just for you. Hungry? They have breakfast sandwiches, ice cream, pizza, soups, salads, wraps, and even a kid's menu. They really do have all your taste buds in mind. So step into Coffee and Creams in Toledo, where every visit is the perfect blend of deliciousness. Coffee and Creams will be open till 11 on game nights. And players in uniform get free small cones. Windows, doors, siding, and anything in between. Find it all right at Scott's Building Center. Scott's can service your needs with lumber, hand power tools, plumbing, electrical supplies, paints, and stains. Plus, they offer a rental center. Scott's is the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Support your local teams with an Orca cooler and chaser with your team's logo. Check out scottsbuildingcenter.com and on Facebook for all their specials and store hours. Proud supporter of the Cumberland Pirates. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promised to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go Pirates! Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent, at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. When you have a project to get done and you don't have the equipment you need, try Scott's Building Center in Greenham. Scott's has a rental center where you can rent anything from mini excavators, skid steers, electric jackhammers, utility and dump trailers, plus much more. For a fee, they can also deliver. Call or stop by today and see what all they have to offer. Their staff will help you get the equipment you need and help you with every project you have. So don't try to do the job without the right equipment. See Scott's Building Center on Route 40 in Greenham. 
If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal opportunity employer. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapple-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren holsapple clap at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Neal Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neal deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! This is the Cumberland Pirates Halftime Report on WCRA. Welcome back and welcome into the Scott's Building Center Halftime Show. Let's take a look at those stats for you. First for the Cumberland Pirates, Olmstead, 6 for 15, throwing the football, 73 yards, and a touchdown. He's 5 for 11, uh, carrying the football, 5 carries for 11 yards. McNeekin, 4 carries for 10 yards, 2 catches for 27 yards. It is Kaiser, 3 catches for, or 3 carries for 7 yards. Beerman, two catches for five yards. Harmon, two catches for 39 yards and a touchdown. And Brown, one catch for 32 yards as well for the Pirates. Cumberland has eight. Check that. Nakomis has eight first downs. The Pirates have six first downs through this first half. No penalties, no turnovers for Cumberland. For Nakomis, it is... Herb Streets, he's got 20 carries for 102 yards and two touchdowns. It is also Evans, seven carries for 32 yards. One carry for Taylor for nine yards. And then the quarterback, Steele, has three carries for two yards. No passes attempt yet by Nakomis. They do have eight first downs on the night all through the ground. And it's really been Herb Street. He's been the guy who's just kind of carried this team. He has 20 carries. No one else has more than 10. So he's been really the, the man leading the charge here for Nakomis. Also, Lions has two yards as well on one carry. That was that fake punt. But Nakomis does have one penalty for five yards. So not a lot of penalties. No turnovers thus far 
in tonight's game. And that's where we sat here at the half. Pirates trail 14-6. to six. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we will take a look at some scores going on from around the area. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren holstapel clap at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Neal Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neal deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! Enjoy the perfect blend at Coffee and Creams in Toledo, your one-stop destination for all things delicious. Craving a rich cup of joe? They have you covered with hot and cold brews, peas, lotus, and specialty sodas. Ask your barista to build one just for you. Hungry? They have breakfast sandwiches, ice cream, pizza, soups, salads, wraps, and even a kid's menu. They really do have all your taste buds in mind. So step into Coffee and Creams in Toledo, where every visit is the perfect blend of deliciousness. Coffee and Creams will be open till 11 on game nights. And players in uniform get free small cones. Windows, doors, siding, and anything in between. Find it all right at Scott's Building Center. Scott's can service your needs with lumber, hand power tools, plumbing, electrical supplies, paints, and stains. Plus, they offer a rental center. Scott's is the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Support your local teams with an Orca cooler and chaser with your team's logo. Check out scottsbuildingcenter.com and on Facebook for all their specials and store hours. Proud supporter of the Cumberland Pirates. This is the Cumberland Pirates Halftime Report on WCRA. Welcome back here to Nokomis High School. Let's get caught up on some scores around the area. Bill Grove, 26 to nothing over Sagamon Valley. That game in the second quarter at the half. It's Shelbyville, 22 to 6 over Clinton. Mount Carmel all over Marshall, 34 to nothing. Um, it is Carlinville, 7 nothing over Hillsborough. That came in the second quarter. Tri County and Oklahoma Valley tied at uh, zero in the second quarter. I'll double check on that one because I don't know if that's right or not. So I'll double check that one for you. Uh, Arthur Lunk down with Hammond and Arcola in a tight one. It's 8-7. Arthur leads at the half. Also at the half, Effingham and Mount Zion tied at 7. Paris and Robinson tied at 6 at the half. Litchfield 20-15 over Pena at the half. It's Charleston 21-7 over Taylorville. That came in the second quarter. And Muhammad and Matt Toon at 0, at least at last check. Do have a couple more games that are taking place tomorrow. Only takes on Casey tomorrow. Tuscola takes on Warrensburg Latham tomorrow, and Sarah Gordo and Argenta go at it tomorrow as well. But here at Nokomis, it is Cumberland trailing by a score of 14-6. to Pirates looked like they had some momentum going there before the end of the half, and unfortunately just couldn't quite uh, get, get into the end zone. They were close. They just couldn't quite punch it in, but... 
Pirates will try to do what they can to get out of here with a win. That's the goal for the Cumberland Pirates, get their sixth win, guarantee themselves a playoff spot. But it hasn't been easy. Nokomis has come out prepared. They've come out ready to play, and at least here as the wind has started to pick up. And uh, while I'm thinking about it, I'm going to check on the, the weather report from here in Nokomis uh, just to make sure that everything's still good to go. Uh, and Mother Nature will not make an appearance tonight besides the wind. As I said, there is some rain starting to head this way, so we may be getting rain down here in a little bit. We'll see if that affects tonight's game as well. But here at halftime, Pirates Trail, 14-6. to 6. We will step aside. When we come back, we'll have your keys to the second half. In just a moment, you're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promised to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go, Pirates. Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent, at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. When you have a project to get done and you don't have the equipment you need, try Scott's Building Center in Greenham. Scott's has a rental center where you can rent anything from mini excavators, skid steers, electric jackhammers, utility and dump trailers, plus much more. For a fee, they can also deliver. Call or stop by today and see what all they have to offer. Their staff will help you get the equipment you need and help you with every project you have. So don't try to do the job without the right equipment. See Scott's Building Center on Route 40 in Greenham. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal opportunity employer. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapel-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. This is the Cumberland Pirates Halftime Report on WCRA. Welcome back here to Nakoma's High School as the Cumberland Pirates trail, like we said, 14-6, to 6, but it will be Cumberland football to start the second half. And based off of what I saw here, my keys to the second half for the Cumberland Pirates offensively, I think you got to keep passing the football. I think you got to keep looking for those 
receivers. They've had some open receivers. They've had some good looks. The running game just is not there tonight. Nakomis is doing a great job of shutting down the power run game. So throw them off of it. Try and, and pass the ball a little more. I like what I've seen out of Olmstead. I like what I've seen out of most of the receivers tonight. I, I think you got to keep attacking by throwing the football. Defensively, key in on the run. I was talking with Will during that commercial break back as the board op. He said, according to some sites, the quarterback for Nokomis Steele, one touchdown, seven picks on the season. He's not going to be throwing the football very often is what I'm saying. So you key in on that run. You send the house every play. You know, the old line in, in uh, remember the Titans, you blitz every play. Don't let them gain another yard. That's what I mean, that's what I would do. You know, if you if you remember that movie, Remember the Titans, uh, that, that's what I would do on defense from the Pirates. Just send everybody. Just send them. I mean, and, and try and stop them right there at the line. The Nokomis line is doing a great job of getting a good initial first push. And that's been what's really kind of done in the Pirates here as far as stopping the rushing attack has been that, that line play of Nokomis. But we'll see if the Pirates can weather the storm. You know, that last drive Nokomis had... They really, you know, were able to set them back at a couple of lost uh, yards for the running back, uh, Herb Streep. The other unknown is the weather. Is the weather going to come in? Is the rain going to get here before the end of this game? We are one half down. haven't had any rain yet. If the rain does come in, what is it going to affect? It may affect the rushing attack. And that may play into the Pirates' favor tonight because they haven't ran the ball very well. They've thrown the ball a lot better. Nokomis, on the meanwhile, they live and die by the run. I mean, like we said, their quarterback, one touchdown, seven interceptions on the season. So, you know, if you're Cumberland, maybe you're you're hoping for some rain. Maybe you can hope for some rain and, and make it a little bit easier to stop the rushing attack. We'll have to wait and see. While we have a moment here before we get underway, or should I say back underway, let's take this time. You thank our sponsors, and that's Scott's Building Center. As you've been listening to Scott's Building Center halftime show, Evapco Midwest, First Neighbor Bank of Toledo, Country Financial, Curtis Walker, Lauren Holt, Apple Clap, as well as Cuts Insurance, Gentry Small Engine Repair, Coffee and Creams, Neil Tire Toledo, and the Toledo Democrat. Thanks to all of them for their support all season long of Cumberland Pirate Football. Both teams out on the field, and like we said, Cumberland will be getting the football to start the second half as the wind starts to pick up again here at Nokomis. And we'll see again if the rain, I, you know, I looked at my weather map, it's it's coming. It's just a matter of will it get here. As Nokomis has the ball teed up, ready to go. As it's just a little squib kick, trying to get it onside, but the Pirates able to fall on it. It'll be first and ten Pirates on the 50. Good job by the Pirates being prepared for it, knowing exactly what to do. I like that. I like that that effort there. That was uh, Matthew Redfern with that uh, smart heads-up play of just catching the football and go down. Don't try and do anything else. Just catch it and go down. The Pirates take over first and ten ball in the 50. So Cumberland will take over. They trail by eight, but have a chance here. 
five shotgun. Three receivers on the left-hand side. McNeek and Beerman Harmon on the left. Brown, the lone receiver on the right. Kaiser receiver on the right as well. Instead, Olmstead's going to keep it himself. Gain a five, six yards on the carry by Olmstead. I like that look at coming out and doing a QB draw immediately. Like I said at the half, you've had success throwing the football, have the Pirates, but let's come out and shotgun. I think we're going to pass and, and run it with the with Olmstead. I like that idea. I like that, that strategy from the Pirates. As it will now be second and three. Shotgun, two running backs in the backfield. And off we'll go to McMeekin this time. McMeekin looking for running room. Not a lot there. He maybe got back to the yard. Actually, they're going to give him a yard. Yeah, they're going to give him a yard. For McMeekin, he just hasn't had any running room tonight. As Nakomis is really keyed in on McMeekin all night. And it'll be third and three. All in the 43-yard line. Harmon will come out shotgun again. Three receivers on the left. Kaiser's are running back on the right-hand side. And it'll be another quarterback keeper for Olmstead. And he's not going to get the first on that one. He's going to get a yard. If Yeah, yeah they're going to give him a yard. So it'll be fourth and two for the Pirates. Ball in the Nakoma's 42, and I think the Pirates will go for it here. Check that ball in the 43. Ball in the 43. Pirates going to go for it here. Shotgun. Three receivers on the left-hand side. One receiver Brown on the right-hand side. Running back is Kaiser on the left. Takes a snap. Quick throw, and it's going to fall incomplete. And that'll be a turnover on downs for the Pirate. Trying to get it to Brown. Had him there on the little curl route. And unfortunately just couldn't find him. That one just came up a little short. And it'll be a turnover on downs. And now Nokomis will take over. And again, we'll see if the Pirate defense can stop Nokomis. And it's rushing attack. Herbstreet has been the man thus far tonight. But again, Nokomis very one-dimensional with the football. As now they're going to come out in kind of a wing T with a wing back on the right-hand side. And he's going to hand off up the middle to Herb Street, and he's going to get close to a first down. No, check that. That was... Um, that was Bartolono with the carry. Give him 10 and a first down. First down. For Nokomis. As they get the ball inside Pirate territory. Down to the Cumberland 46. As now they'll come out in that eye formation. Two receivers on the right hand side. Big Snap's going to hand it off. Looking for running room. It's Herb Street. And he's going to fight forward for a couple. Give him five on that one. And it'll be second and five for Nokomis. Second and five for the Redskins here. Nine minutes left to go third quarter. 
gonna just try and use as much clock as they can here. And I mean that's their their style of play anyways. Gonna grind it out. Steal eye formation again. Gonna pitch out to Herb Street, running room on the right hand side, gonna get one block, and he's gonna be knocked out of bounds. But it will be a first down. Give him about seven on that one. And another first down. Ten first downs on the night for Nokomis. As it will be first and ten for Nokomis. Ball in the 33-yard line. As they're adjusting the first down line. I guess the chain gang didn't quite have it set up right where it needed to be. I got it now, though. Wing T formation. And it'll be brought down after a gain. That was Evans with the carry. And give him five yards on that one. As Coach Watkins again is heading out to talk to one of the officials. As I thought I saw some movement, but rest did not call it. I formation, wing T on the right hand side. And he's going to hand off again to Herb Street. And Herb Street's going to be brought down. And it'll be third down. I think it's third and about two. As it'll be third down, we'll say third and three, three yard gain. So it'll be third down and wing T, half a T, I guess, wing back on the right hand side. As it'll be a quarterback keeper up the middle, way down the mark. And they're going to say a first down. As Steele will fall forward for three yards, and that's all he needed. It'll be another first down for Nokomis. On the 23-yard line. As the Pirates now kind of have to make another stand. High formation. Two wide receivers on the right-hand side. Steel under center. Going to hand it off to Evans. Evans misses. Makes one man miss. He's going to be brought down. It's an eight-yard gain by Evans. Down to the 15, makes it second and two. As Nokomis moving the ball on this, their first drive of the second half. 
Wing T, wing back on the left-hand side. Running back behind the quarterback. Going to hand it off. And that'll be enough for the first. As that'll be a first down again. As that'll be about five yards on that one. And make it first and goal from the 10. So first and goal from the 10 for Nokomis. 5.40 left to go in the third quarter. Again, Nokomis just using clock. I formation. As it'll be a handoff to Herbstreef, and he's going to power his way forward. And we got a flag. Got a late flag. As I'm waiting on official call on that flag, it was thrown on the far side. And it will be unsportsmanlike conduct on McMeekin. And so that'll be half the distance to the goal. As raindrops are starting to fall here in Nokomis. That penalty will move them basically a foot closer. As again, rain's starting to fall here in Nokomis. It'll be first and goal from the one, second goal from the one. Wing T, steal, going to hand it off up the middle. Pirates, I think, stopped him. Yep. Cumberland able to make the stop there. Give him no gain on that one. So it'll be third and goal. From about the again, one, or two, one or two yard line. Third and goal, and officially it's the one, at least what it says on the scoreboard. As they come out, Wildcat takes the snap, does Herb Streets. He's trying to go in, and they say he got it. The touchdown for Herb Streets that they. One yard run with 4.15 left to go. His third touchdown of the night. And Nokomis now will line up for the two point conversion. And again, the rain is coming in here. Herb Street will come out and he'll be a wildcat. And he's going to throw it across the middle and it's caught for a two point conversion. The Herb Street makes it 22 to 6. McComas leads. We will take a break when we come back. You're listening to Cumberland Fire Football on WCRA. 
The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go, Pirates. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to Nokomis High School, where the Pirates trail currently. 22 to 6, as there's a kickoff, and Beerman will catch it at the 30, as the sheets of rain are coming down. Again, we'll see if this makes much of a difference in the way this game is played. As it will be first and ten for the Pirates. Ball on the 30. As Cumberland. Will come out. Shotgun formation. Four wide receivers. Olmsted looking to throw it. Going to throw it up across the middle. He's got a man. It's caught by McMeekin. Diving catch by McMeekin. And a first down for the Pirates. A big first down for Cumberland on the diving catch by McMeekin. As we'll say, that is a 35-yard catch. To McMeekin. As Cumberland has it now first and ten. Maybe some life in this pirate offense. Olmstead's going to take the snap. Looking to throw it quickly across the middle. Gets it to Beerman. Beerman's going to fight through one tackle. And he'll be brought down. After about a five-yard gain. So it'll be second down, second about three, so officially it'll be seven. And Cumberland's starting to get some momentum here with this rain coming. Shotgun, three receivers on the right-hand side. Olmstead takes that quick throw. Right side again, it's going to fall incomplete. Went off Beerman's hand. As that one will fall incomplete, and they'll bring up third down, third and about three. Not only has the wind started to come, but it is chilly. And it's windy, and it's rainy, and it has become miserable here in Nokomis. With 3.02 left to go, third quarter, 22 to 6. Pirates trail. Shotgun. Two receivers split on each side. Olmstead takes it. Oh, we got flags. Got a flag. We'll wait and see who it's on. There will be a false turn on the Pirates. So that's Cumberland's first penalty of the night. 
and the wind has picked up. It's a straight wind right into my broadcast position, so I apologize. Not much I can do about it. It's coming straight at me. And it will be third and eight now for the Pirates after the penalty. Shotgun formation. And take the staff. Olmstead rolling out to his right. Still rolling right. Going to throw it across the middle. Gets to Beerman. Beerman makes one man miss. He's going to be brought down close to the first down marker. And they're going to say he's just short of it. Yeah, just short. So it'll be third and one. Oh, wait a minute. Now we're getting officials talking. get that measurement, possibly. From my vantage point, it's very close. But I got rain blowing in my eyes, so how am I supposed to know? And he's going to be marked. Official measurement, they're going to say just short. Just short, so it'll be third and about a, a yard. No, make it fourth and a yard. Fourth and a yard. Fourth and a yard. For the Pirates, fourth and less than a yard, actually. Wishbone for Cumberland. Olmstead's just going to shove it right in the middle. And they're going to move the pile, and it will be a first down for the Pirates. So give it Olmstead on the carry. And they're going to officially give him three yards, but it's just enough for the first. That's all you needed. have it first and 10, ball on the 20. First and 10, ball on the 20. The rain has let up, but the wind has not. The cold front moves through here. Olmstead, shotgun. He's got three receivers on the left-hand side. Running back. Guys are on the left as well. Takes snap does Olmstead, looking to throw. Under pressure, rolling out to his left, he's going to be sacked. Sacked. Was Olmstead. Give him a seven-yard loss on the sack. That puts the pirates behind the six. after the seven-yard loss on the sack. Shotgun, four wide, split on each side. 
Olmstead looking to throw under pressure again. Going to air that one deep. Harmon almost had it. And there's a flag. There's a flag thrown by the back judge. And we'll wait and see what the call is. But there is a flag. In the area of a pass interference. And it will be pass interference on Nokomis. That should be a first down for the Pirates. Yes, it will be. Automatic first down for Cumberland. As well, they're going to say it's first and goal. They are. They're going to say it's first and goal. First and goal for Cumberland. Oh, no, they're saying second and two, so not a first down. Second and two. High snap, Olmstead will control it. Gets away from one man, breaks another tackle. He's to the left side. He's close to the end zone. He's going to be brought down just outside of it. But it will lead to a first down for the Pirates. Here with a minute nine left to go in the third quarter. Cumberland trying to strike. Olmstead. About 10 yards on that one. And it'll bring up first and goal from the five. First and goal from the five. For the Pirates. McMeekin in motion, handoff to McMeekin, looking from the jet sweep, trying to do something with it, lost his footing, trying to make a cut, and he'll be brought down after a game of two. And now 20 seconds are left in this third quarter. Pirates still trail 22 to 6. See if Cumberland can hurry up and get to the line and get another playoff. They're going to try. Playing clock down to five, or game clock down to five. They're trying to hurry. Olmstead's going to get it on the keeper. Looking for some running room up the middle. Is he in? No call. What? They said he's not in. just short. So it will be it will be the start of the third quarter. It'll be third and goal for the Pirates from the one. We will take a break when we come back. We'll have this play coming up here in the start of the fourth quarter. You're listening to Come Pirate Football on WCRA. At Gentry Small Engine Repair in Toledo, you'll find friendly faces waiting to take care of your outdoor and lawn care needs. 
Seasonal tune-ups, engine and machine repairs, and Cub Cadet warrant services, they can help. Working at home in the garage, our parts department covers a variety of brands. Or maybe you're ready for some new equipment. Our showroom features mowers, trimmers, chainsaws, and more from manufacturers including Cub Cadet, Troy Built, DeWalt, and European Forestry Company. Go see them at Gentry Small Engine, located on the north side of the square in Toledo. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promised to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go, Pirates. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back. It'll be third and goal from the one for the Pirates. They come out wishbone. Olmstead's just going to run it right up the middle. Are they going to stay in now? They're still not calling him in. He fell forward. They're going to say no gain again. Fourth and goal from the, the one-inch line. Pirates will line up Wishbone. He's going to run it in again. We got flag. Got a flag on the play. And I can't believe this. Encroachment on the defense, so the Pirates will get another chance. We'll move them up to the half and half an inch. It'll be fourth and goal from the half a half an inch. It's not even the width of the football; like it's it's literally touching the goal line. Line up again, wishbone. Again, they'll try to sneak it in. And they're going to say he didn't get in. Unbelievable. 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 So it'll be a turnover on downs. It'll be first and ten for Nokomis. Ball on the half a half a yard line. As obviously we know who's paying the bills for the officials tonight. As it'll be first and ten for Nokomis on the half an inch yard line. what has become an embarrassment of a football game. Nokomis will come out. And they're going to hand it off. 
let me guess, he gained a yard, right? Yep, he gained a yard. So he was able to gain a yard, so it won't be a safety. And we're gonna get a timeout, I think, from Nokomis. Yep, Nokomis is gonna take a timeout. 10.57 left to go, 22 to six, Pirates Trail. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to Come Fire Football on WCR. Share the road during harvest season. Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual want your help protecting our hardworking farmers. While they're hard at work, let's keep their safety in mind while traveling our roadways. Slowing down and paying attention helps keep everyone safe. Together, we can trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent at Cuts Insurance today for all your insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Welcome back here to Nokomis, where our officiating crew is doing their impersonation of the Nebraska-Illinois game, preventing Illinois from getting a score, just like these officials preventing the Pirates from getting a score here tonight. So we'll be second and ten for Nokomis on the one. And now we have an official coming over to talk to the Cumberland sideline. Don't know what this is about. But the head judge is talking to talking to Cumberland, Coach Watkins. As it will be second and ten for Nokomis. As the wind it looks like at least for the moment starting as they're gonna say the first down play did not count. How does that not count? Unbelievable. High formation for Nokomis, and again, what has turned into an embarrassment of a high school football game. Handoff. And gain of a yard. And obviously the officiating crew wanting Nokomis to make the playoffs is what I'm thinking. They can do more games. It'll be second and eight. Give them two. I'm sorry. I know I'm supposed to be partial, but at this point, this is is an embarrassment by this officiating crew. High formation. Gonna hand it off again. Falls forward. So he falls forward and gets yards. Pirates can't fall forward and get half a yard. And it'll be third down, third and five. Third and five for Nokomis. Ball will be on the six. Here with 9.30 left to go in the ballgame. 22 to six, Nokomis leads. (laughs) 
formation again. Going to hand it off once more. Cumberland stops at the line, so that'll force a fourth down at least. And the Pirates will get another chance with the football. At least I think. I'm waiting to see if I see a flag or anything. Nope. Nope, nothing on this one. As Nicoma's just letting the play clock wind down. <coughs> Excuse me. So Nicoma's will be punting. Punter's going to stand in his own end zone. It's a high punt. It's a high snap. He's able to get it off. So low punt. And it'll be downed at about the 34-yard line, and that's where Cumberland will take over. It'll be on their own 34. Wait, hold on. I'm just double-checking. Okay, no flags. Just making sure. So we'll be first and 10 Cumberland. While we'll be on the Nokomis 34-yard line. So Cumberland will take over. They trail 22 to 6. And Cumberland comes out shotgun. Shotgun formation, looking to throw his Olmstead, going to throw it across the middle to Harmon, pass is tipped and incomplete. And Harmon, but a good play by the defender there. So make it second and ten for the Pirates. Ball on the 33-yard line. Eight twenty left to go in the ball game. Twenty-two to six. Cumberland trails. The Pirates will come out shotgun. Going to move McMeekin in motion. They think it's McMeekin on the jet sweep. Going to set up the screen. Beerman's got it. Looking for some blockers, and it'll be close to the first down. And they're going to say again eight. touchdown on and maybe there is some life to this pirate team after all maybe even in, in the adversity of everything in front of them McMeekin comes in from 26 yards out and now Cumberland will line up for two McMeekin will come out wildcat now they'll move everyone Flip the play. McMeekin 
takes the snap, looking to get to the outside, looking for a block. He gets it from Beerman, and there's a flag. Of course there's a flag. I bet it'll be a hold on the Pirates, too. Waiting on official words still. No way on official word. I have yet to see the officials make a call. Spend more time talking than they do actually figuring out what the play is. As the officials are still conversing, there'll be a hold on the Pirates. I mean, we knew that already. Thanks for wasting our time, officials. So we'll move the Pirates back, and we'll try the two-point again. As it'll be Cumberland coming from the shotgun. Olmstead takes a snap. He's looking to throw it. Under pressure, steps up into the pocket, throws it towards the corner of the end zone, and overthrew it incomplete. So two-point conversion, no good. And so it'll be 22-12. to 12. It's a 10-point game. Pirates trail, 7.30 left to go in this fourth quarter. We'll be back with more Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. When you have a project to get done and you don't have the equipment you need, try Scott's Building Center in Greenham. Scott's has a rental center where you can rent anything from mini excavators, skid steers, electric jackhammers, utility and dump trailers, plus much more. For a fee, they can also deliver. Call or stop by today and see what all they have to offer. Their staff will help you get the equipment you need and help you with every project you have. So don't try to do the job without the right equipment. See Scott's Building Center on Route 40 in Greenham. This is Cumberland High School football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back. Pirates get on the scoreboard there. They make it a 10-point game. It's 22-12, to 7.30 left to go. Wind's still going. Here at Nicomas, it has shifted a little bit. Now the wind is more at the Pirates' back than it would be going across the body. But at least for the moment, the wind has stopped. As Nebel has them all teed up. See if the Pirates can get a lucky bounce on this one. As the ball fell off the tee. We'll get it back on there. Again, the wind now has shifted and it's to the back of the players, not going across the bodies like it was earlier. That caused the ball to fall off the tee. As Nebel has them all teed up. little squib kick up the middle, and Nokomis dropped it, but they're going to fall on it. Nokomis had it. He dropped it, but a couple other Nokomis players were there to fall on it. It'll be first and 10 Nokomis ball in the 41-yard line. First and 10 for Nokomis. Ball in the 41. Like we said, is now howling. 
trying to adjust how I'm standing here in the broadcast position. As it will be I formation for Nokomis. And off, looking to the left side. Now he's going to get up the middle. And that'll be a first down for Herb Street. Give him another 13 yards. And again, this is just, I mean, yes, have the officials not been great yet? They haven't been great. But at the same time, this is just seeming like it's a team in Nokomis that wants it more tonight than the Pirates do. As they're able to get lower, get their blocks set, and Cumberland just has not had an answer for it. Nokomis just using up clock here. They have a 10-point lead with the football and another first down. High formation. Herb Street's going to get the handoff again. This time the Pirates will bring it down. Gonna make it a loss of four. Cumberland's got to start trying to force a turnover. It's a two-possession game. they got to start trying to get some turnovers. <coughs> It'll be second and 14. Ball on the 49. That's the Cumberland 49. Again, the Pirates have to try to start forcing some, some turnovers here. Now try and poke that ball loose. As handoff up the middle, nothing there. Maybe give them a yard. That's about it. So make it third and 12 now. Unfortunately, like we said, time is not on the Pirates' side right now. Five forty-seven, five forty now left to go in this ballgame. Cumberland trails by 10. Again, Nokomis is literally watching the play clock. And they're not breaking huddle. Actually, they're not breaking huddle at all. And we're going to get a timeout from Nokomis. So Nokomis will take a timeout with a 30-12 upcoming. We will step aside for 30 seconds. You're listening to Cumberland Pirate Football on WCRA. Neil Tire and Auto Service has been serving the community for over 90 years, and they're 100% employee-owned. You entrust your vehicle to their team, and they don't take that lightly. They treat you better than family. The word tire may be in their name, but they offer much more, like diagnostics, brakes, suspensions, and alignments, just to name a few. Nothing beats a Neil deal. Visit them today at 205 East Madison Street in Toledo. Open weekdays till 5 and Saturdays till noon. They wish the best of luck to this year's Cumberland Pirates. Go Pirates! You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Welcome back here to Nokomis High School, where the Pirates are going to try and make a defensive stop here. It'll be third and 12, ball in the 48-yard line. The scoreboard, much like it's been all night, is wrong. It'll be third and about 13. Ball on the 48-yard line, not the 47, like the scoreboard says. It will be Nokomis trying to convert on this third down. And if 
Mr. Cumberland, you have to think you're going to sell out to the run here. Columbus hasn't even attempted to pass all night. As Handoff will go to Herb Street, and he's going to fight through, and he's going to get a first down and more. And that'll be gain of 17. And another first down for the Redskins. Which means they get to eat up more clock. As we close in on five minutes left to go in the game, it'll be first and ten ball on the 28. As Neil will come out, single back, he's got two wide receivers on the left. Evans is lone running back, going to hand it off to Evans, and he'll fall forward. And they're going to give him about four. Yep, they're going to give him four on that one. And so Cumberland's chances of hosting a home playoff game are going to take a dent here tonight. As it'll be second and seven here for Nokomis. High formation. Hand it off to Herb Street. And he's going to be brought down. But he's going to gain probably enough for a first. If not, he's close. Yeah, they're going to say he's about two yards short. So we'll give Herb Street four on that one. 22 to 12, Pirates trail here, 340 left to go. Again, just the second time this season, the Pirates have given up more than 20 points in a game. High formation, third and two. And off will go to Evans, and he's going to get enough for the first. Given three yards. And another first down for Nokomis. Here with 312 left. Again, there's been some questionable calls here tonight, but the fact of the matter is Nokomis has just came out and played better tonight than the Pirates at times. Come on, offense hasn't been able to go. And the defense hasn't been able to stop anybody. a few plays. I mean, Nakoma's had a kind of negative play all night. High formation again, handoff. And it was Herb Street with a gain of a couple. And we got a timeout from the Pirates here with 2.37 left to go. Two-yard gain there by Herb Street, so we will step aside as well. You'll listen to Cumberland Power Football on WCRA. At Gentry Small Engine Repair in Toledo, you'll find friendly faces waiting to take care of your outdoor and lawn care needs. 
Seasonal tune-ups, engine and machine repairs, and Cub Cadet warrant services, they can help. Working at home in the garage, our parts department covers a variety of brands. Or maybe you're ready for some new equipment. Our showroom features mowers, trimmers, chainsaws, and more from manufacturers including Cub Cadet, Troy Built, DeWalt, and European Forestry Company. Go see them at Gentry Small Engine, located on the north side of the square in Toledo. You're listening to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Welcome back here to Nakoa's High School, 237 left to go in this ballgame, 22-12. Cumberland trails Nakoma's, and Nakoma's starting to put even more points on the board. Second and eight. For the Redskins of Nokomis, ball in the 14. As again, Nokomis just letting the play clock line down, even though there was a timeout, I don't know why. High formation. Herb Streets is going to get the handoff, trying to get to the left side, he's going to be brought down. Bring in another timeout from the Pirates. So we'll keep it right here. It will be again a one is officially, so it'll be third and seven. Two thirty-one left to go. Twenty-two to twelve. Pirates trail. Everyone's used two of their three timeouts already. As the Pirates are just trying to you would think anyways, just trying to do what they can to try and get the ball back. But I don't know if you can prevent Nokomis from scoring at this point. It'll be third and seven, ball in the 13. And the fact that Nokomis hasn't kicked an extra point makes me think they don't have a lot of faith in their kicker. So maybe you get it to a fourth down and you force a turnover on downs. But we'll see what the Pirates can do. They got to stop Herb Street first. So it'll be Nakoma's ball. High formation. You know more than likely where the football is going. It's going to the deep back. No, nope, they're going to throw it. He's looking to throw it across the middle. Incomplete. I don't know why you would throw it there. What a what a call by Nakomis. That stops the clock and brings up fourth down. Fourth and seven. And we'll see if Nakomis attempts the field goal from here. Ball in the 13. Again, it's a 10-point game. 225 left. The Pirates have one timeout left. They are. They're going to attempt the field goal here. So Nokomis is going to attempt the field goal into the wind, remind you. Wind to his face. As there's snap, falls down, and then Pirates blocked it. So Cumberland at least.
least got the block, so no more points for Nokomis. And Cumberland will take over first and 10 on their own 13. So Cumberland will take over first and 10 on their own 13-yard line. Cumberland can score quickly, and they may have a shot here, but they need to get some points quick. The wind picks up again. Shotgun formation for the Pirates. Olmstead takes a snap, looking to throw. Going to throw it across the middle to Harmon. Harmon's got the catch. He's down close to the 50. And it'll be a first down. Now the Pirates hurrying it up. Gain of 27 on that one. Pirates have to hurry, though. Time is not on their side. Shotgun again. Four wide. Takes the snap. Looking to throw. Under pressure is Olmstead. Rolling out to his right. He got tripped up in the backfield, and he's brought down. Lost his footing. And we're going to get a timeout from the Pirates here with the 158 left. Here we'll take their final timeout. So Cumberland will take its final timeout with a minute 58 left. It'll be second and 15 after a five yard loss on the sack. <laughs> Again, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but now that you have no timeouts left, it's going to be very difficult. you got to make sure that you score first, and then you have to get the onside kick, and then you have to score again. But, I mean, that was a big chunk of yards on that, that first play. Now you gave some back with the sack. See what the Pirates draw up here. Maybe some play action or something. You gotta get Olmstead some protection back there. But the past couple of times he's just gotten too much pressure. Pirates come out three wide on the left hand side from the shotgun. Olmstead. Takes a snap, looking to throw. Looking left, he's under pressure, going to throw it up to Harmon. Harmon makes the catch. He's to the 50, trying to fight out of bounds. He's not going to, but the Pirates have to hurry. Good about six yards on that one. On the catch by Harmon. He's had a big night. Pirates, though, have to hurry. Minute 50 left, third down. As they're going to say, Harmon actually got out of bounds. The clock is not running. Shotgun, four wide. Takes a snap, takes the handoff, play action, throws it across the middle to Beerman. Beerman makes the catch. He's down the sideline. Stiff arms and man, he's down to the 30. First down for the Pirates. There's a flag. There's a flag. I think they're going to call a face mask. That's the, the motion I'm seeing from the official that threw the flag. And it'll be a face mask. 
Yep, face mask. I'm Nokomis. That'll be a 15-yarder. After the big pass play there, went about 30 to Beerman. Minute 40 left. First and 10, Cumberland ball on the 15. Pirates got to strike fast. One thing about this Pirates team, they will not quit and they will not give up. Over to McMeek. If McMeekin's got it on the sidelines, going to go out of bounds. Gained a couple. But the important thing is he got out of bounds in about five. Second and five. Pirates head back to the line. Go four wide. Olmstead takes a snap, looking to throw again. Under pressure, going to throw it to McNeek, and again, it's incomplete. Almost intercepted. In all likelihood, should have been intercepted by Nokomis. Hit the Nokomis corner right in the shoulder. Couldn't bring it in, so it'll be third and five. 90 seconds left. 89 seconds left, technically. Will come out again. Shotgun. Three wide on the right hand side. One receiver. That's Herman on the left. Olmstead takes a snap. Under pressure. Rolling to his right. He's just going to throw it up there and it's going to be intercepted. Intercepted by Nakomis. As he was under pressure, was Olmstead. And he, had, he threw it up. Because doing that would be better than taking a sack at this point, hoping to just throw it out, out of balance or incomplete. And unfortunately, Nokomis gets the interception. And it will be Nokomis football. A minute 19 left, Cumberland with no timeouts left, and that will be the ball game. As Cumberland never gave up, they never quit. They kept fighting till the very end. But it won't be enough here tonight. As Cumberland, now we're going to get a timeout. Nokomis is going to take a timeout for some reason. Don't know why. All I got to do is step up and take a knee. But apparently they want to take a timeout here. So the Pirates, after tonight, will fall to 5-3 and three on the season. Makes next week home matchup against Argenta. Very important as Cumberland wants to avoid being a 5-4 and four bubble team waiting its fate on Selection Saturday, next Saturday night. Six wins will get you there. And again, you know, talking to Coach, he said one of the things they wanted to do this season was to host a home playoff game. That may have to wait till the second round. As I don't know if 6-3 would be good enough to get a home playoff game in the first round. Nokomis will break the huddle here with 119 left to go. First and 10, ball in the 15. Again, all you have to do is take a knee. And that's what Nokomis will do. And the Redskins will get the win here tonight. 22 to 12 over the Cumberland Pirates in a game that the Pirates really never felt like they were 100% in. And it just, it, 
they had moments where they looked good, but it just never quite felt like the Pirates were 100% in this game. And hats off to Nokomis, who did what they needed to do. Again, they were playing with their playoff lives. They were desperate. They knew they needed to win. Keep any hope of, of playoffs alive. Now, Nokomis will be 4-4 four and four on the year. And they'll try to go to their final week and get their fifth win. As the Pirates fall here to Nokomis tonight. Well, we will take a break. When we come back, we will have the post-game show coming up here in just a second. You're listening to Come On Pirate Football on WCRA. Windows, doors, siding, and anything in between. Find it all right at Scott's Building Center. Scott's can service your needs with lumber, hand power tools, plumbing, electrical supplies, paints, and stains. Plus, they offer a rental center. Scott's is the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Support your local teams with an Orca cooler and chaser with your team's logo. Check out scottsbuildingcenter.com and on Facebook for all their specials and store hours. Proud supporter of the Cumberland Pirates. If where you work just isn't working anymore, it's time to move up to Evapco in Greenup, where many employees have retired millionaires. Starting wages at Evapco range from $16.90 per hour to $22 per hour based on skills and experience. And life insurance is free. Receive profit sharing twice a year and enjoy exceptional health benefits like medical, dental, and vision insurance, along with a prescription drug plan. Evapco is looking for assembly mechanics, welders, machine operators, and general laborers. Make the move to Evapco. Apply at jobs.evapcomw.com. Equal opportunity employer your small business deserves big coverage and that's what cuts insurance and grinnell mutual provide we protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly keep your sights set on the future trust in tomorrow contact dave cuts your local grinnell mutual agent at cuts insurance today for all your business insurance needs trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of grinnell mutual reinsurance company Summer is winding down, and that means two things at Gentry Small Engine Repair. They're ready to service your outdoor equipment, like chainsaws and leaf blowers. Need repairs, parts, or something shiny and new? They can help kick off your season. Go see Gentry Small Engine to get your machines ready for fall and football season. Don't forget to have your generators spruced up and ready to roar for those tricky Illinois winters. Located on the north side of the square in Toledo, Gentry Small Engine is a very proud supporter of Cumberland Pirate football. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holsapel-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go Pirates! Welcome in the Cumberland Pirates football postgame show on 99.5, 1077, WCRA. 
Welcome back here to Nokomis High School, where the Pirates fall here tonight. Final score, 22-12. to 12. In a game that, like I, I said a couple times, I mentioned it, it just it just felt like the Pirates were never really in this game. This They just weren't in it for whatever reason, but now Cumberland will have to focus, and they'll have to go next week where they'll have to take on Argenta, an Argentine team that also fighting for their playoff lives as well. So we'll have to see how that goes. We will get to uh, our sponsors. We want to thank them one more time. Crowns Building Center, Vapco Midwest, First Neighbor Bank, Country Financial, Curtis Walker, Lowell Hol- Holsapple Clap, Cuts Insurance, Entry Small Engine Repair, Coffee and Creams, Neil Tyron Toledo, and the Toledo Democrat. Uh, time to name our Gentry Small Engine Defensive Player of the Game. Um... I guess the defensive line, um, they had a they had a tough night tonight, so I'll give them the, the play of the game. And, uh, or uh, the um, defensive player of the game, and I'll, I'll say the play of the game, the country financial, Curtis Walker, Lawrence will stop the clap, play of the game. We're going to go with the uh, that final drive that the Pirates had where they really tried to put it together and end up in that turnover, but there for a moment, you thought, you know, you believed for a half a second that the Pirates could do this and come back and get this game, and unfortunately, they, they just couldn't. And uh, Cumberland falls here tonight, unfortunately, to Nokomis in a game that I'm sure Coach will probably say, you know, we, we, we should have won. And I, I think everyone can agree on that. But again, this is a Nokomis team that's a very tough team, and the Cumberland Pirates just have to rebound and try and get it next week against Argentina. It's a must-win against Argentina. You cannot be 5-4 and four in Class 1A and expect to get the playoffs. You just can't. And so that's what the parents will have to deal with next week when they return home. Hopefully some home cooking will help the Pirates get the win next week. We will step aside. When we come back, we'll have a look at scores, and we'll talk with Coach. You'll listen to Cumberland Pirates Football on WCRA. Your small business deserves big coverage, and that's what Cuts Insurance and Grinnell Mutual provide. We protect your future and your peace of mind with comprehensive and customized coverages you can rely on to run your business smoothly. Keep your sights set on the future. Trust in tomorrow. Contact Dave Cuts, your local Grinnell Mutual agent, at Cuts Insurance today for all your business insurance needs. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community and help support the programs that make our neighborhood thrive. We take the time to get to know our clients. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call me, Curtis Walker. Or me, Lauren Holstapel-Clapp at 217-849-3011 to talk about how we can help ensure the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. The Toledo Democrat has been keeping folks up to date on all the events in and around Cumberland County since 1857. Wes and Billy Chambers promise to keep that tradition alive at the Toledo Democrat. They're thankful for the opportunity to serve Cumberland County and their work hard to bring you up to date on the news and events in the area. The Toledo Democrat, your county newspaper says, let's go Pirates! 
windows, doors, siding, and anything in between. Find it all right at Scott's Building Center. Scott's can service your needs with lumber, hand power tools, plumbing, electrical supplies, paints, and stains. Plus, they offer a rental center. Scott's is the largest Milwaukee dealer in the area. Support your local teams with an Orca cooler and chaser with your team's logo. Check out scottsbuildingcenter.com and on Facebook for all their specials and store hours. Proud supporter of the Cumberland Pirates. This is Cumberland High School Football on 99.5 and 107.7 WCRA. Welcome back here to Nakoma's High School. Let's get you updated on some scores real quick before Coach joins us here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Vandalia over Gillespie right now, 52-7 in the third quarter. Villa Grove over Sacramento Valley, 40-21. And that game final, Mount Carmel beat Marshall, 48-21. It was Sullivan, 46-6 over Tri-County. Shelbyville defeated Clinton, 28-12. It was uh, Carlinville over Hillsboro, 28-7. Greenville over Biasaw, 48-7. Litchfield, 22-15 over Pena. That game in the fourth quarter. Muhammad Seymour, 49-0 over Mattoon at the half. Arthur beats Arcola, 32-10. Effingham got the win over Mount Zion, 21-14. Paris over Robinson, 26-6. Charleston over Taylorville, 55-7. Red Hill got the win over Maysac County, 27-7. Coach Rail joins us here on the postgame show. And, uh, Coach, uh, we'll just blame it on Friday the 13th. It just just wasn't a a good night for the Pirates tonight. No, it wasn't at all. I felt like that first quarter just really kind of we're just lackadaisical. We didn't come out. We didn't set the code. We didn't uh, do all the things we talked about. And you know, they we basically kind of I mean, in a sense, spotted twelve points until it took us you know time to wake up. And then you know after that, it's a you know twelve eight ball game or well, we spotted fourteen points. And it's a twelve eight ball game after that. But we got to start quicker than that. Um, and it just yeah, it just wasn't our night tonight. And you know I. I don't know. It wasn't the weather because uh, obviously it wasn't raining uh, a little bit there in the start of the second half. But I thought the Pirates, uh, that final drive, really before the interception, really was was starting to put something together. And that's one thing we can talk about with this team is is the never say die attitude. You know they're not going to quit. Um, they're just going to keep going. And and I thought you know as I said on the broadcast, I believed for a moment that it, it could be possible. And it, unfortunately, it it didn't end the way we wanted it to. But uh, Pirates kept fighting. Yeah, I mean, that's what we told them afterwards. We're proud of them. We're proud of their, you know, like you said, the fight they showed, the grit there. Um, but, you know, again, don't put yourself in that situation and come out and play, the, you know, the first quarter like you do the, the next three. You know, you're not in that spot. So, yeah, I, had, I told the kids, hats off. I'm proud of them. They didn't quit. They didn't fight. They didn't stop fighting. Um, they kept going. And, again, this guy, we didn't just have it. We didn't have enough to overcome, you know, that slow start, I feel like. How important now does this make next week's game against Argenta back at home? Well, it's critical i mean you know like we've talked about you know the goals and stuff and playoffs and five and four doesn't guarantee you anything you know so uh, with a win you know we'll be in and that's something we got to do next week's homecoming which is a coach you know it's yeah you know, it's a double-edged sword there you like it but if you don't focus on on the football game and you focus on all the other stuff it can make it bite you so in our is a very improved team um if you look at their scores i mean they beat our goal earlier in the year it's not going to be easy for us so we're going to have to get back to get back to work early next week and, you know, watch film and, and develop a game plan and then come out ready to play next Friday against Argentina. All right, Coach. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate it. Coach Watkins joining us here on the postgame show, and that'll do it for us here from 
Nicomas. We're Will back at the studio for Coach joining me post game. This is Derek Fry saying we will talk to you next Friday night when Cumberland takes on Argenta. Have a great and safe rest of your weekend. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're part of your community.